Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, and whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends. Welcome to level 255 of Laugh It Up Fuzz Balls. Oh. <laughs> and you, you hear the sultry tones of none other than Benjamin Bluford Blue the Fourth. Yeah, yeah. One of my one of my bestest friends in the whole universe and regular guest slash host of the show. Hey. Yeah. So, hey. uh. Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, and before you're like, oh, what's, what, what is it? It says geek news ticks, so we talk. Well, we're not going to have a real TikTok conversation, although we might talk a little bit. But uh, basically, there's a shit ton of news. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> 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 because uh, there were three episodes that weren't news catch-ups, or at least two. I don't know. I'm bad with uh, remembrance. But... <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, wow, there's lots of news. And I'm like, I don't I don't want to do it by myself. I can. I'm perfectly capable. Anybody that listens to the podcast knows I am capable of uh, doing a solo episode, talking news. But I, I like these episodes where there's a friend or something. And then it was like, is it going to be Danny? Is it going to be Blue? And Danny's available on one night and Blue's available on the other. And I'm like, you know what, Danny? We'll, we'll make an episode that you can listen to because he does not listen to himself, that rat bastard. <laughs> he does Blue. not. That I was, was like, Blue, you still there? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't. Uh, I don't know. Blue sometimes listens to himself if it's a good episode. I will. I, yeah. I will absolutely listen to myself if it's a good episode. And then I'll complain the entire time, but I'll listen. And I mean, the the real truth is I do not enjoy the sound of my own voice, uh, but other people do. And that's cool. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah, <laughs> But I think that's just sort of a, oh, I, I said one time, I'm like, I was trying to get deep, but I'm like, maybe the reason we don't like the sound of our own voice is we're not supposed to listen to ourselves because we often give ourselves such bad advice. And uh, there might be something to that. I don't know. I mean, you're right. Yeah. yeah that's why the, the sound of your own voice inside your head, you're just like, oh, man, oh, yeah. shouldn't listen to that garbage. And it's because, yeah, because when you're being negative and giving yourself some some bad bad feelings or whatever like you should have listened to that voice because you don't like that voice you should listen to other voices that you do enjoy telling you the happy things or the real things or the helpful things yeah absolutely mayhap mayhap but uh no, voice I think that's fair yeah i mean the voice i enjoy is your voice man it's it's great it's Aww, your voice so much love <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Essentially, friends, there's a butt ton of news. Once again, thanks, Danny. And uh, we, uh, we're we just going to like go through it. And it's sort of fun because Blue, like courtesy of his job, doesn't really do the interwebs as much as he used to. So uh, a lot of these things are going to be new to him. So you're going to get me with like some notes and some some thoughts, you know, because I, I follow the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group, plug, 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 and other things pretty, not religiously, you know what I mean? They're, I do my best to follow it. I do. Yeah, but uh, but some of these things might be new, and I sort of dig that, that we'll get, like, a, a fresh, slightly inebriated, like, opinion on some geek news. Yeah, absolutely. I've been drinking a lot. <laughs> it's been a That's, long week, and I deserve it. That is fair. I am on my third seltzer, so I'm not 
not buzzed yet, but uh, I'm I'm headed that way. So we'll see how the episode turns out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like all of a sudden I'm thinking of like the Grimly Gunk, uh, uh, what is it, Mead Couch Tour or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. <Danny. laughs> I had uh, the uh, uh, I had some soju, some grape soju, and I had some uh, what is it called? Some uh, uh, vodka and some rum. Nice. Yeah. All I at stick, the same time. I stick to my uh, Golden Road Fruit Cart Hard Seltzer because it's the one hard seltzer that tastes good. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just sort of got used to it. Even where like I drink a beer and I'm like, oh, it's so harsh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> we picked up the blue box, as we call it, when we're talking around the boys. And because uh, we don't drink in front of the children. And uh, yeah, yeah, picked up the blue box. So I got my six that I can enjoy and I decided to enjoy them tonight. Before, uh, for the for the recording. Hell yeah. Because I don't drink every night. Because that's that's just the thing that young people do. And yes, then he's like, ah, oh, Wookie's sounding old again. Yes, <laughs> probably. But you know, it is it is what it is. My liver can't take it anymore. I, I put it through some trials and tribulations, and I need to <laughs> need to take it easy. It's on a bit of a vacay. <laughs> that's fair. But I guess uh, you know, based off the title, Geek News Ticks. Let's talk. Let's just let's just talk about the elephant in the room. TikTok fame question mark fame i would like, say yeah so blue blue likes he's been teasing me before we recorded uh i i i mean i didn't record it for myself but i am on tiktok yeah uh, he is yeah i don't i don't even know how to feel about it like everybody people that listen like over the last couple episodes i recorded a bonus note all about my experiences at the world premiere of the Jungle Cruise movie, courtesy of the amazing job I have as a world-famous Jungle Cruise skipper. But as part of that, uh, we had two Disney ambassadors, like, attached to us that followed us around. And uh, he said something, and someone was like, The Rock, The Rock! And I was like, rock puns? And uh, I, over a summer, I worked on a rock pun spiel. Freaking, I've, I know I've said it on the podcast. People were like, yes, don't say it again. God. That guy's full of chest. But, uh, I, I mean... Right, right off the cuff, I've got 21 rock puns that I can fire. So I did it uh, for the ambassadors. I was like, oh, it'll be on their thing. But but the Disney Parks Twitter apparently has access to everything the ambassadors do. And and before I know it, I'm I am on their thing. And uh, I don't I don't really know what the classifications are for viral, but uh, on a video that's that's been watched once or twice. Yep. Yeah. Got where, a lot of views on it. Where people I know have. Uh, I've had it pop up. It's got, uh, as I look at it, it has 18.4 thousand views and uh, 132 comments as of this recording right now on the 6th of August, 9.50 p.m. One of those was yours? Yeah, it was. <laughs> was one of those comments yours? Yes, one of those uh, comments is mine. I, You know, honestly, I was like, I, I was telling Heather, I'm like, I'm not downloading TikTok to read the comments. I'm not. But uh, uh, at work, the people that work on New Orleans Critter Country that do, like, a type of training that I also am a trainer for, they would give me lots of crap when they saw me, like, training at the jungle. And uh, one of them pulled up the comments and were like, you should read the comments. People love you. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. But the very first comment we saw was, guy talks too fast. And I was like, yes, <laughs> because it's not <laughs> negative. It's so honest. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I do talk fast. Like, not just in rock pun videos, just in general. That's me. <laughs> I'm a bit of a motor mouth. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, I mean, if you're curious, you can go on the Disney Parks blog. 
Uh, I don't I don't do the tick or the talk, so I don't know where if it'll be buried or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's there. See a guy wearing a funny hat. It's me, Joe the Wookie Riot, Skipper Joey, and uh, firing off some rock puns. And it was cool. They did the little captions on it, so you could see the words I was saying. I was like, that's neat. Yeah, no, the production value is decent. And um, yeah, so. Hey, and, and Blue teases me because he's the one like, you should do the tick and the talk. And I'm like, no, old man Joey's not doing that. Uh, every once in a while, he sends a funny video funny video to me or Danny, and we're like, okay, yeah, that was clever. Uh, but uh, no, not going to do it. Sorry. Not, <laughs> not yet, at least. I'll probably cave in at some point. Uh, but also, that, that makes me think, we need to be real clear. We joked at the end of an episode with me, Danny, and Blue about dick talk. And uh, and a design from one of our artist friends. Well, uh, oh. constant <laughs> constant listener Roman, who is an artist, uh, was like, oh, maybe I could do that. And he he searched the words dick talk like D I K T O K. Don't do it. According to him, don't do it. Or do it from a a, a secure browser. <laughs> <laughs> I have not done it. That's not my style. But uh, apparently, uh, dick talk is a thing. Uh, will not be a shirt coming out for laughing at fuzzballs <laughs> on the T public. And uh, I don't advise that you look it up. And uh, I should have known, because it's not that clever, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, it's not that clever. So uh, uh, my Disney Parks TikTok, sure, check it out if you want to. Uh, don't check out TikTok. There you go. Do not. Yeah. And yes, I, I have one more video than Blue does on TikTok, because there's one. And oh. it's not even attached to my name, because I don't have a TikTok. So it's not like it's attached exactly. to me. It's, it's just my... Uh, I don't have any rights as a as a Disneyland cast member. Apparently, if I record something for them, they oh, get to of use it. Not. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's all to say. Blue, have you seen the Jungle Cruise movie yet? I have, and I loved it. First couple minutes of that movie, like, made the movie. And it helps that the rest of the movie is actually good. Yes. Like yeah. I would have been fine with just the first couple minutes of the movie, and then the rest of the movie happened, and I wasn't upset. Yeah, it, uh, it's so enjoyable. I've watched it now three times, uh, and will watch it more times. And it hasn't gotten old any of the times. Although, like the third time when like Heather and uh, the oldest boy were watching it, uh, Shawnee did need to go down for the for the night night. So I did. I laid him down, and I missed like twenty minutes. So that's fine because I've seen it twice already. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've lived it. It's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I also once dated a cross-eyed girl. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good movie, and I'm glad you liked it, Blue. Yeah, I was very surprised. I didn't expect to like it, but uh, I did. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and uh, I've already heard rumor that there's a sequel meeting like this week or next week. So uh, who knows? Who knows? Mm. Uh, franchise, you know what I mean? Yep. I run it into the ground just like them pirates movies. <laughs> <laughs> Although I say that. And full admission, like I, I don't think that the the, you know, the sequels to Pirates of the Caribbean were as great as that original movie. However, I watched them and I enjoyed them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, especially the original trilogy, like real good. But I mean, Dead Men Tells No Tales. It freaking had a had old boy freaking uh, Al Swearingen, um, uh, Ian McShane as as Blackbeard, and I like that actor. I'll watch him in anything. So I was like, cool. Like uh, same. Penelope Cruz as well. Like I was like sweet and mermaids. I like the the new mythology. I actually wish they'd continued on with it. And the the other one, uh, 
with uh, the Atlantis and the King Tritons, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fun because we got we got more freaking uh, Jeffrey Rush as Captain Barbosa and yeah, I mean it was fun. Like, what do you? That's a fucking movie about like pirate mythology. Like, I, I don't know what you expect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need some sword fights. You need some good music. Uh, you need some mystical shit and some uh, Johnny Depp just chewing the scenery as Jack Sparrow. You know what I mean? And all those things exist in all the movies. Exactly. So now we just need a witty Skipper Frank uh, and uh, wonderfully charming Emily Blunt and uh, funny as hell Jack Whitehall. And uh, yeah, and then it's good. And then yeah. they, can, they go to Africa for the second one. And that's nice. where you, you get all the nods to all the Africa stuff. And then if they want to, they could go to India for the third one. Or they could swap those around. You know what I mean? Like India and Cambodia. And then you, you've essentially covered like every single thing in the, uh, <laughs> in, in the Jungle Cruise attraction. You have your trilogy and you're set. So uh, hopefully that I hope the second one goes to Africa and not to India. Because then like as much as I love Temple of Doom and that's my favorite indie movie. And I know that might be a hot take. But uh I, I don't think the John Cruise movie should do the India thing second because, uh, yeah, could be problematic. I don't know. Just me. Yeah, but there's lots of fun mystical stuff all over the world. So, yeah, could be incredible. And uh, the movie, by all accounts, it's done well. I mean, uh, finances for movies are different because of coronavirus and all that stuff. But uh, apparently people please. And The Rock, once again, you use that picture that has my head right between him and Emily Blunt. Uh, to say that it's the highest Rotten Tomato score he's ever had, like in, in his long career. So, yeah. he's done a lot of movies. He, he's done he's one done or two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny after you watch Jungle Cruise on a uh, Disney Plus, the first thing that pops up is Escape to Witch Mountain with him like 13 years younger. Yep. <laughs> and he was so thin in that movie. Did yeah, you? Yeah, and he's still that? rocking the turtleneck and the the fun mustache. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he's still a big boy, but he's smaller. Yeah, he is much smaller than right now. Yeah, like, what else geeky's been going on in your life, Mr. Blue? Oh, my gosh. Um, really, not a lot. Um, I have heard of a couple of video games that just recently came out. Um, you know, I have some friends that, like, keep me informed and stuff like that. And uh, they are remasters of very old, and I'm talking, like, 31-year-old games um, that came out in, you know, in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s um, style. So, like, the original Final Fantasies just recently came out um, with the remasters. So Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3 have been remastered and brought back out onto uh, Steam as well as consoles. You can download them and stuff like that. Um, also, they just recently came out with, I believe it was last month, uh, one of my favorite games of all time. It's called uh, Legend of Mana. And if you're a, fr- uh, a fan of the Mana franchise, um, in my opinion, it was the strongest of all of them because the story is basically that the Mana tree, and, and I can give you the story of this because it gives it to you in the first like five minutes of the game. Uh-huh. So basically what, what what happens is the mana tree is the source of all life on the planet and it gets destroyed because people are greedy, you know, capitalism and stuff, and they keep trying to exploit the tree. And then um, rebel people say, well, without the tree, we don't have to listen to you rich folks, so we're going to burn the tree. So they burn the tree 
but they nobody realized that the tree was actually giving life to the planet. So when they burned it, everything died, including the people. Um, and as one of the seeds starts germinating and the plant starts coming back, the tree itself, you come back to life as a memory of the tree. So the memory kind of, uh, the tree kind of remembers everybody on the planet and you're one of its first memories because you were like a very good person. And okay. so you get to spread the seeds of the tree and basically rebuild the world um, from your memories. And you can wow. make it go very, very well and very, very nice, or you can make it go pretty bad. But it's it's really great because it kind of ties everything into the world is kind of how you see it. And if you change your perspective, um, things can get better. Like, it's, it's really about believing in yourself and stuff. Uh, I thought it was a really good, uh, great game. And um, they just remastered that one. Uh, it sounds really interesting. It sounds like... Uh... Uh, that uh, Avatar guy like totally ripped off that tree idea for his uh, movie about blue cats on Pandora. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that game is like 30, uh, 20, 28. I, I, I want to say 28 years old. I looked like it up. 1999. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Oh, legend of mana. Yes. But the, the, the original secret of mana uh, came out before that. And it, oh, okay. I believe it was called Saken. Then set to um, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I know. Uh, that's what's been going on in in my time. And also, I've been keeping up on the um, because I'm a big fan of Dan Mora, the uh, the comic book artist. Um, I've been keeping up with a lot of the stuff that he's been working on for um, Once in Future, the comic book, and also the Power Rangers that he works on. And goodness gracious, Power Rangers is going crazy, off the hook right now. It's just, it's so good. Like, a lot of people, you know, they look at Power Rangers and they're like, oh, it's so campy and weird. But, yeah, but you got to look at the other media about it because it gets really dark and, like, really sad. Like, Tommy is killing himself through this multiverse and it's 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 something else. Oh, the Rangers are doing the multiverse, huh? Oh, yeah. Because of um, one of the Rangers series, the Time Force. The Time Force opened up time travel which opened up alternate universes, which opened up the rest of the power grid. And then as soon as they kind of fucked up in their series, um, everything came out that there was another series called um, uh, like Megaforce or something like that. And they look uh -huh. like pirates. And what they do is basically they steal the, because uh, they're pirates, they steal basically the look and powers of other rangers. And uh -huh. so they, they can essentially become uh any of the other rangers throughout the history of the rangers which wow. is great yeah i look i don't i'm not i mean i've probably seen dan mora's art but like it doesn't pop in but i looked him up you got to start on the buffyverse comics for boom studios oh yeah so uh boom studios yeah. is amazing they're doing work yeah like someday one of these great comic book studios is gonna publish us that's what's gonna happen someday hell yeah 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 but that's cool that's that's right on i mean the only really geeky things that have gone on in my life and everybody's like don't you have a lot of news to get to we do uh mm -hmm. but i'm i'm enjoying this conversation with uh mr blue uh we went to avengers campus nice. uh well we actually just went to you know to california adventure and disneyland like one of the benefits of working for the park i got got some tickets it took forever to get reservations but i finally was able to take tyrano second i went back to work he was like when do we get to go and i'm like someday buddy 
but we went, so we got to do the Avengers Campus stuff and the, the Spider-Man ride, Web Slingers, uh, a couple times, actually, because apparently I, I know some people. <laughs> uh, but we did we did do the whole, uh, you know, wake up at 7 a.m. and get the get the time. Thankfully, it was like 220 minutes after the time, because 7 a.m., like, some people get a time and it's like, hey, show up at 8.15, and you're like, fuck, I'm still in my PJs. <laughs> but... Yeah, uh, we went and it was fun. Avengers Campus, really cool. Really hot, like Danny said, no shade. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, we had the boys, so like, we did the we did it actually, literally right before we were getting on the Spidey ride because they had a downtime. Uh, was when you had to like jump on your phones to get like a return time for Rise of the Resistance. So me and Heather spent the Spider-Man ride getting returns for Tyler to go on Rise of the Resistance, and we succeeded, which is good. Like that's an achievement unlocked. Uh, but Heather didn't really get to enjoy it that much the first time, and I felt bad about that. And uh, we were a little hangry and not being <laughs> so nice to each other, and that that, that wasn't so great. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and also like you get the return time, you still wait like an hour to get on the attraction. That sort of sucked. Um, but you know, it was it was fun. I've already been on it, so like I was like I told her I was like I'll do it on my phone, but she was like No, we both need to do it to make sure it happens. And I'm like Okay. Um, but yeah, we got it. And then because uh, I know people, we got to go back. Because uh, uh, Heather and, and Tyranno went on on a different, they went on Soarin', so me and Shani fell asleep, so I was like, cool, I'll just, like, walk around with the stroller and, like, check out Avengers Campus stuff by myself. I got a picture with Falcon, Captain America, I was like, he was up on a balcony on the Avengers building, but that was fine, he was there, that was cool. Uh, and just looked at stuff and got, like, a Thanos gauntlet, but it's not Thanos gauntlet, it's the Iron Man Infinity Stone gauntlet, which holds a drink for the Tyranno, because he said he wanted one of those. So we got that, and uh, we got to go on the Spidey. Uh, we could have gone on, like, Guardians, but, like, we wanted to get to Disneyland and go on Rise, which Heather and the boy did, and they loved the piss out of it. And it was so great to see their faces when they were coming out of the exit. Like, you could just see, like, how wonderful it was for them. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, that's that's what this is all about. Like, it's not for me. I've been on all this stuff. I work at the place, but uh, I, like, I like seeing the people I love enjoy it. So uh, that's cool. Yeah, and then because uh, uh, I mean Ty likes Spider Man too because I spent a lot of time with Shani like you know while we're playing and everything I'll put something on and he's a big fan of Spider Man so on Disney Plus I we've been watching the 2017 Spider Man animated and uh, I'm I don't feel as deeply entrenched into the Spider Man mythos to like you know people might hate it but I'm enjoying it it's a good cartoon you know That's what I mean good. do yeah. they have uh, do they happen to have the um, spectacular Spider Man on there there's like a bunch of different like the Spider-Man animated, I think Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, this Spider-Man, um, but I, I sort of went with the more modern one just because like that's sort of the stuff that the kids are watching, you know what I mean? But Shawnee like he'll ask for my my man, <laughs> like he wants to watch more episodes. Like tonight we just saw like uh, Doc Ock and Rhino and uh, the formation of the Sinister Five and uh, yeah some other stuff and like. They, I, I dig it. Like, I like the voice acting. Uh, they really stick real deep into the, the teenage story of Spidey. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in school, um, but also, like, Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy are, like, involved. And it's fun. Like, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how many episodes we're in. I think we're, like, 12 or 13. I think there's only two seasons of the show. But, yeah, we're really enjoying it. And then I think today, actually, August 6th, there's, like, a, a new Spidey and Friends show that's on uh, on Disney Channel which has like a Fallout Boy like song. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, like, you know what I mean? The boy likes Spider-Man. The boy, we actually, we watched some Batman the Animated, too. That's been, like, one of my uh, my singular joys is that Ty and Shawnee love Batman the Animated Series. And that I think that just speaks to how great that series is, that it holds up for, like, for Tyranno. You know what I mean? Like, now, like, in the 2020s. It's, like, gritty and noir, but, like, he's like, man, this is just so good. And I'm yeah. like, yes, buddy, it is so good. And uh, that's cool it's on the Hibbo Max. So, yeah, it's been been fun uh, watching a newer, like, Spider-Man series with the boys and then watching, like, you know, Batman the Animated, which, like, takes me back to being a youngster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I guess that's, uh, that's enough geeky catch-up. We should probably talk about all this damn news thanks to Danny. Well, right before you do... Okay. I will say you should probably watch The Spectacular Spider-Man with the Kiddos because I think you guys would like it. It was made by one of my friends. Uh, he was the art director for it, and I think you should check it out. Well, we're going to get through the the two seasons of this, which will probably take a little bit because we watch like an episode or two mm-hmm. at a time. But uh, as long as it is on the Disney Plus, we can uh, add it to the rotation because Shawnee is going to ask for more Spider-Man. That's just a foregone conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. It's- you got that one to look for. Spectacular Spider-Man Disney Plus. Let's see. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Why isn't Spectacular Spider-Man on Disney Plus? Ooh. Huh? Oh, I don't sad. know. Uh, yeah, it's sad. missing from the list. So uh, I think it, it says on a short thing, it says due to Sony Picture Television's ownership over the distribution rights. So uh, there you go. Yeah, so uh, apparently Disney has to buy it from Sony. Or right. just be like, hey, your Venom 2 didn't do as good as you want. Now give us our shit back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I will uh, I will definitely put it into my brain pan for something to watch if it becomes available anywhere. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we'll just get into all this news. Uh, I don't. It's not really Firehose news, although I do. I actually was talking about Firehose news and explaining it again on an episode of the podcast about Stanley Spadowski and the Firehose and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I forgot to mention that you can watch UHF right now, like on the interwebs. If you do, I believe it's Hulu or Amazon Prime. It's free. Uh, yeah. If you you want to catch up on UHF, which is a cinema classic to me, do yourself a favor. I was just talking to Caitlin about that today and how we should watch it. Like, no joke. I really was. Heck, yeah. UHF, like, somebody was telling me how they saw it, and I was like, yeah, I saw it. I just haven't watched it again, although I've seen that movie so many times. That was a, a regular rental for me back in the days mm-hmm. of VHS. Magnetic tape, kids. Magnetic tape. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's it's so cool, and it's available two different places. So if you do Prime, which a lot of people do, even if they don't use, like, the video service, Right there to watch, friends, and uh, also, I believe, on the Hulus. So uh, do yourself a favor. But that's all I'll say. I don't know if this is Firehose news, which just means we open the Firehose and drown you in the news and go as fast as possible. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not in any rush. I don't know. Blue doesn't seem to be in any rush. So uh, we'll just go up, through. I mean, you know, if it ends up being a two-hour episode, that's fine. Because uh, I, I promise witty banter. <laughs> or at least <laughs> just enjoying each other's company, which generally means a good episode. So we're going to start with the Triple F, Fantabulous Fuzzballs Focus, which is where I glean all of the stuff that dropped from the last time we did a news roundup on the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group, plug, 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 and talk about it. You know what I mean? And uh, it's chronological in so much that each person that posts gets a block, and the latest thing to the newest thing for them pops up on there, and then we just go through the list. So, like, for example, 
I get to go first because I posted the newest thing since last time we did a news roundup. And the first thing, Clerks 3 filming in New Jersey. Ooh, so excited. So excited. It's so... <laughs> this Clerks 3 was one of those that, like, uh, when, when the actor that played Randall said he wasn't going to do it and it fell through, I was just like, man, we're just never going to get it. But uh, the world changes, coronavirus happens, uh, and now, like, Kevin Smith, like, I was listening to his podcast, he kept saying I was going to be in Jersey for, like, six months and, or for the summer or whatever, and I was like, it's a long time just because he's opening up, like, a new podcast studio, but okay, I mean, he can do whatever he wants, and, and Kevin, we trust, not just Feige, sometimes Smith, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's so exciting that he gets to do it, he's filming in the Quick Stop, which now in the same strip mall includes his uh, his new Smogcast Studios. And uh, all the cast coming back, and even better, like uh, a film that sort of has to do with like Kevin Smith's own heart attack. Only gave the heart attack to Randall, and now Randall is filming a movie about his life in the Quick Stop. Wow, super meta, and uh, I, I, I'm sure it'll be lovely. Like you know oh. what I mean? Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, results may vary, but I'm sure, I'm sure I'm gonna love this when it comes out. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, and it'll probably come out on Amazon Prime because that's how Jay and Silent Bob reboot came out. So, good news for all of us to do the Prime, you know. Absolutely. Yes, Jeff Bezos does not need any more money and needs to stop going to space and needs to help poor people. But uh, you know, if I get to see Clerks three, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I won't consider that uh, political support of uh, you know Lex Luthor in real life. Basically. So yeah, are you excited by Blue? I absolutely am. Um... A, a lot of Kevin Smith work has always been a big part of my life. Uh, and being able to meet him uh, when I was working at the mouse, the house of mouse uh, as a jungle crew skipper was absolutely incredible. I got to talk to him for quite a while. Uh, he took up a lot of my, <laughs> of my time, which I am not complaining about. It was absolutely delightful. Um, uh, was a very big highlight of working there as a matter of fact. Yeah, so jelly. When you told me yeah. about it, I was so jelly that I was off. He even took pictures. Yay! So I got photographic proof that he was there with me. Yeah, and even posted. I'm like, good stuff. Good. Yep, yep, yep. Like me, I have the distinct honor of being called selfish by Kevin Smith. Uh, nice. You you get to have a nice moment. <laughs> <laughs> Why do he call you selfish? Oh, it's just when we went to the, the Famine on Batman I got a really cool like Flash Crew T-shirt, like with like it looks like uh, a Jaws T-shirt, but it's like King Shark, and really excited about that. But there was like something else they were given, and I was like, "You always shoot your shot, like try to get it." But uh, one guy was trying to get it, and I had like comments, and he was like, "Stop being selfish," and I was like, "No, you're right. I already got something. That should shut up." So that was it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. That's so I, I also on that podcast when the shirt, I said, "As long as it's not a schmedium," and he's like, "A schmedium? What is that?" And I was like, "Oh, wow, okay." Like small, <laughs> so uh, yeah. But the the shirt is an extra large. It doesn't fit me, but I still love it. Yeah. It's in Mustel Raj. But yeah, uh, cool. Clerks three, and then Twilight of the Mall Rats, and him diving his toes back in the Buick universe. It's just really good news. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we got Michael B. Jordan developing a Val Zod limited series for probably the Hibbo Max. Wow. And uh, this is that news of Black Superman, and uh, this is Earth 2 Superman, if I remember right. And uh, cool, like right on. I mean, I, I do 
So there's a part of me that wishes DC was brave enough to just make Superman black and like tell a good story. But uh, yeah, you know what I mean, same. if there's a way to tell that good story, but also stick to like comic continuity, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not like selling out or like cheaping out or not being brave. Of That's course. just like sticking to the source material. So, yeah, and I guess a limited series, so not a movie, but limited series also means you get much more story. So a lot of times can end up better. Yeah. Gives you a lot more rope to hang yourself with. Uh, but when when done right, it's it's amazing. And uh, I think I was reading like it's not certain whether Michael B. Jordan would play Valzad, but like he's the right age for it. So we'll see. I think I think it's really exciting news. Do you have any thoughts? Uh, I think that's absolutely great. I uh, like you said, I would rather see you know one of the actual uh, black Superman um, characters from the DC Comics. But uh, understandably, you know that's not going to happen. Uh, I do appreciate the fact that they're even stepping out of line to do this. You know what I mean? So, you know what? Go them, and I hope it works out. I mean, I mean, he's he's still, like, a last Kryptonian and, like, the second person to use the mantle of Superman on Earth 2. So, like, I don't know. No, I dig it. Right. I dig it, too. Like I said, um, I would like to see one of, the, one of their other characters, like, come to the forefront. But, you know, um, the fact that they're doing this at all has me excited. Like, I'm excited to see where they take it. I'm excited to see who exactly is going to play what characters. And I'm excited to see where they go with it from here. And, yes, they have my money and support, like, fully. Like, and I, I will say, like, Valzad's, like, costume is mm-hmm. so dope. Like, yeah. that, like, light blue with that huge freaking, like, metallic shield on his chest and, like, the mm-hmm. white cape. Oh, it's just a really, really dang good look and like juxtaposed against like that beautiful like ebony skin. Like, oh, ah, I'm just I'm getting a little hard right now. Like, <laughs> it is just a, a really dang good look. And uh, I hope I hope if Michael B. Jordan doesn't do it, they find like an amazing, like handsome, like person of color to like play Valzad. Like that, that's just be great. It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, also, this not my wheelhouse at all, but like nobody posted the news, so I did. There's gonna be a Pokemon live action series coming to Netflix, and there's not much more details than that. But uh, we're not done with Detective Pikachu. We're getting uh, we're getting this world of live action Pokemon, and uh, I I really enjoyed that Detective Pikachu movie. So sure, why not Netflix? <sighs> Spending all the money on lots of different things. What do you think, Blue? I still Blue? haven't seen it. I still haven't seen the Detective Pikachu, which is bad on me because I love Pokemon, and it is, I, I will admit, bad on me. However, um, from what I have seen of it from multiple sources and such, I, I got to say, it's delightful. So if they're going to be doing any more of it, I am 100% in. I don't know that it's like tied into like that actual movie, uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, there's not a lot of details about it, uh, but Netflix, like, people love the Pokemon, and you're right, Netflix, people do. Uh, they do. And, um, like, a live action, like, cool, like, more more of that, like, wonderful world that was presented in Detective Pikachu. And Blue, you need to get on that. That movie's yeah, right up your wheelhouse. It's 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 delightful. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and, and Will Smith's crazy son, and, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't know he was in it. He was in it's it? Justice Smith, yeah. Wow. But he's good. Like, okay. he's enjoyable. So, like, you know, it's fine. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's his crazy son. He's got a couple kids. So, maybe not. Well, maybe it's has... not even. Smith is a common last name. So, maybe it's not even connected. Maybe I should do some research. Was it Jaden? Uh, now you're going to make me look up. You're going to have to vamp and talk about, like, Pokemon live action. Okay. Well, it if it was Jaden Smith, then Jaden Smith is definitely his son. 
but and if it was, that's fine and stuff. The kid is weird, but he's also cool. Like I'm, I'm down for some of the stuff that he's done. Not everything, but some of it. You know what I mean? Uh, I like him some of the time. <laughs> But I could say that about it, like literally anything. I like them some of the time. It is Justice time. Smith, uh, and and looking at the Wikipedia, I think I may have misspoke. I, he probably is not related to Will Smith. <laughs> ah, okay. He, he has come out as queer, which is awesome. Good for him. Yep. Um And uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's just an actor that has a very common last name named Smith. He was also in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom as Franklin Webb. Uh, which I did enjoy him in that movie, and he's also going to be in the movie in 2022. Uh, and apparently, he's in the Dungeons and Dragons movie in 2023. Nice. So good for him. It's not Will Smith's crazy son. I retract his statement, and uh, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed the actor. You know I, I mean? wasn't aware that there was going to be a new Jungle or D and D movie. That's uh, for me yes, to there is actually. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is a, is rumored to be attached to it too. Excuse so, uh, me. Yes, I talked about it on a podcast. You need to listen to my show, Blue. Oh my gosh! Uh, like I said, I haven't been on. I haven't been on social media for a little while. That is my bad, and I am sorry. It's okay. Uh, but that's moving from all the news for me on the Fantabulous Fuzzballs Focus, and now for the giant news dump from Danny the Deuce, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the semi-official news mofo, he's responsible for so much of the news of this episode. So if it's super long, you're like, why was it so long? Blame Danny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the first one is the MCU Blade movie. has gone to director and Bassam Tariq. He's a Pakistani-American director. Uh, the only big thing, he he did a movie called Mogul Mowgli, which had a um, old boy uh, from the Eternals in it. And apparently won some awards at a film festival. I haven't seen it. Uh, but apparently whatever he did caught the eye of Feige and uh, the world of Marvel. And he gets to direct the Blade movie. And Hi. that's cool. A director of color directed a movie about a person of color, a vampire of color. And, you know, Mahershala Ali, like, come on, come on. Like, what's not to be excited about this? Maybe even Wesley Snipes cameo and who knows. Uh, but right on. We're getting some vampire vampires. Vampers. Back in the MCU. Hey, vampires. Yeah, man. We're sucking the blood. Don't like the garlic or the silver. You know what I mean? Yeah. The vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. One of them vampires. Everybody knows about vampires. He, he walks during the day. That's why they call him the daywalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's cool. I, I I dig that. I don't I don't. There's not a huge body of work, but uh, that's good for good for him. Get in, get in some stuff, and that's really badass for like somebody who's like Pakistani American. Like, oh. looking at me, like, look at him doing this big Marvel project. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I could do a big project someday. And yes, you can. Uh, reach for the stars and grab them and hold on because they're millions of miles away. So that's going to be, that's a lot of stretching. And I'm like, <laughs> it's fantastic by the time you're done. But you know what? You or catch that star. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> and then you burn bright. You burn bright. And hopefully you don't burn out. You know what I mean? And then go supernova because that's what stars do. Just saying. Science. <laughs> people are like what's going on yep yep the the seltzers are hidden uh you have any more thoughts on uh the mcu blade movie getting a director not at all fair enough uh daniel's posted about hawkeye and miss marvel are rumored to debut in 2021 i think uh, that's become a little clearer we are getting hawkeye um i think it's later down in the news dump uh what the actual date is i think it's like november of this year miss marvel will probably be 2022 
and there's some news later on like i think in the non-fantabulous fuzzballs focus to talk there so i don't have much more to say about it you got anything blue nope just these uh mcu disney plus shows so far so good and uh or as we say as skippers safari so goody <laughs> <laughs> uh danny posted josh Sagara has been added to the She-Hulk cast in a mystery role. Do you know who Josh Sagara is, Blusive? I do not. That uh, geeks might know him as uh, Adrian Chase in the Arrowverse. So that is, that is the big role to know him as. Uh, one, of the, one of the really great video, or villains, not videos, of the Arrowverse. And uh, yeah, I think uh, it's a mystery role, so maybe he's a villain or, or maybe he's other things. But uh, good for him. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's been in musicals and, you know, other shows. Orange is the New Black, he had a role. But uh, I really, really dug him in the Arrowverse, and he's he's crossing worlds. He's going, you know, from, from DC with Arrowverse over to the MCU and She-Hulk. And hooray. Hooray, hooray. Hooray! <laughs> Danny busted uh, DC's Injustice film has announced its cast with a really cool photo. Uh, there's there's a lot of names you can look up online. The ones that, like I mean Justin Hartley, who I know Blue likes as Superman, uh, Anson yeah. Mount as Batman. Anson Mount is a really great voice. So many more. Um, I think I was just excited uh, for confirmation of so many characters that will be in this cartoon animated movie. Uh, and apparently there's going to be a sneak peek attached to Batman: The Long Halloween Part Two when that comes out on the video and the digital. So yeah, and Injustice is great. Like the the video, one of the few like newish video games I've actually played. Played it during the Blue sessions when I live with Blue. Yep. Uh, I did buy it at the GameStop when that existed, uh, and and played it and enjoyed the hell out of it. And I've read the prequel comics. Uh, at least I've read years one, two, and three, and uh, it's just good good stuff. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's uh. Really nice, and it's cool that you know DC animated like they they don't fail with the exception of Batman Ninja. Yep. Yeah. So with the exception of the Bat Ninja <laughs> did not like it. Uh, speaking yeah, on the like... DC front, uh, Leslie Grace, who was in In the Heights, has been cast as Batgirl, uh, and it will be an HBO Max debut. It's one of the DC films. It's going to be one of the ways they keep subscribers over there on the Hibbo Max. And uh, Leslie Grace was great in In the Heights. I don't know if you watched that, Blue, did you? Did not, as a matter of fact. Another one you can add to your list if you got the Hippo Max, because uh, especially being being uh, uh, Puerto Rican from, from New York at some point in your life, like, that movie was literally about your neighborhood. <laughs> Basically. Washington Heights. I know you didn't live in Washington Heights, but still. I did not. Uh, Queens. Queens. Yes, probably. yes. But still, like it's, it's it's definitely you're like man, it's like it's like my semi autobiography with less singing. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. We are Puerto Rican. There's probably a lot of singing going on. <laughs> I don't I don't want to make assumptions or stereotypes. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. very careful as the white the white Wookie. <laughs> just how it is, man. Yeah. If we don't dance, we sing, and I'm the singer. I I can't dance. I try. <laughs> <laughs> try not well but i try <laughs> i mean i just i think that's really interesting news that like an actress that's dominican american is going to play batgirl oh yeah I mean? absolutely like i there, i see no problem whatsoever there uh i do do have questions about who like her dad's going to be and how they're going to mm. how they're going to play around with commissioner gordon and her but yeah like she's great she's attractive she's talented from what i've seen and in the heights and hooray 
Yeah, absolutely. Hooray. Yeah, I mean, the next news from Danny just sort of goes along those lines. And basically, Warner Brothers is planning 10 Hibbo Max exclusive films for 2022, which is in addition to them having that 45-day delay for their theatrical debuts. So, like, in 2021, like right now, Suicide Squad is out. I have not watched it yet, but Danny says it's good. He said, just don't watch it around the two-year-old boy, which is right. Probably, actually, after we record this while while I'm editing, I'll probably, like, throw it up on the on the boob tube and fall asleep with the computer in my lap. But it'll be fine. <laughs> It's on the Hippo Max, so I can just catch up wherever I was. Uh, but there, I mean, examples of this, uh, Evil Dead Rise, and they have a Father of the Bride remake, which are going to be straight for Hippo Max. And then there's a Blue Beetle movie and a Batgirl movie and oh, other man. stuff. And that 45-day delay is, huh? I would love to see something Blue Beetle. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's news coming down the pike uh, in the stuff that we're talking about in the Fantabulous Fuzzballs Focus regarding that. Um, but yeah, I like that 45-day delay is actually like... I know I do a geek podcast and I should be more current, but I'm like, I, I could be okay with like just waiting the 45 days. I just don't know how I feel uh, with the current uh, variants. And we're not talking Loki in the world about sitting in a the theater. Like the world just doesn't feel completely safe yet. So I absolutely agree. So very happy that Suicide Squad is available to watch whenever I want to, as well as uh, the upcoming uh, reminiscence movie with Huge Jacked Man. Uh, so yeah. Huge Jacked Man. Yeah, I dig that. Uh, what else? Danny posted about the poster for Jordan Peele's Nope movie. <laughs> Did mm, you see that? Perfect name. Perfect <laughs> name. It, it, it raises so many questions, like a, a storm cloud with a kite tail. <laughs> yep. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean, he's reuniting with Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Kiki Palmer, and then Stephen Yoon of Walking Dead fame. Uh, mm. Comes out July 22nd of next year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I that's one of the movies that's on my list that I really need to see is Get Out. Yeah. Did same. you watch it? Okay. I did not, as a matter of fact. I've um, heard I so much. It a lot. <laughs> I've had it, had it spoiled for me. I think I actually know what the big twist is. But that's okay. It still makes me want to watch it. Even though, like, I'm like, I'm not a big horror person. You know what I mean? Or horrors, for that matter. <laughs> but, uh, you know, people are like, oh, it's more of a thriller. And I'm like, okay. And I know it's a movie that really, like, deals with like issues of race and 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 small town america and stuff like that so yeah i'm, I'm into it and I'm, I'm curious you know what nope is going to be about like it yeah. must be some interesting story uh jordan peele like wow really really funny hilarious guy uh also mm-hmm. very talented but also like talented as a director and yep. and keep going with the stuff and good for him hey. any other any other thoughts i say yup i don't say I, nope i say yeah, yup absolutely <laughs> oh, oh yes all the yes the, the next news thing and i'll let blue sort of like take it away after I, I i give the legs to it but activision being sued for frat boy culture and sexual harassment take it away video game bro blue. so okay if we're gonna talk about this we're gonna talk about this seriously because i have a lot of friends who are in the industry um from all my time being you know working out um uh through comic books and stuff like that and being as active as I could be in the art world. Um, I am still part of uh, a few uh, Discord channels, if anybody knows what Discord is. <laughs> I'm sure it's, they uh, do if they're listening. Yeah, it's like a chat <laughs> chat system that you can use to uh, talk with people. But anyways, um, it also lets you connect to, uh, you know, forums and stuff like that. And one of the forums that I'm part of is uh, part of an art community of professionals who work in the industry. And let me tell you, 
the horror stories from some of the actual um, uh, females and some of the some of the men who have been there as well, um, who have gone through <laughs> the company and kind of had a lot of stuff happen to them, has been absolutely horrific. Uh, it's been absolutely ridiculous. No need for it at all. And to the point, it's to the point where even the president has stepped down and they have actually called for like three other people to kind of take over his spot because he was like, we're going down. This is it. I'm abandoning ship. I'm out. <laughs> and uh, and he left. Um, it's been really, really bad. And it's been like this. Uh, don't get it twisted. It's been like this for years. Uh, the reason why I never applied to Blizzard was because of the allegations that have constantly been uh, brought up by other people and other professionals that I knew who have gone and worked for them, um, including some very good friends of mine that I knew in college. And uh, I, I, I have to say, like, all, for all the people that are still involved with that culture at Blizzard, it's a shame, and I, I hope they leave so that Blizzard itself can get better because there have been so many very amazing, talented storytellers and artists. Um, and it, it's just a shame that so much of the leadership ended up being the way that they are. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess since you, like, have connections, like, is this specific to Blizzard? Or is it, like, a like a endemic problem in the video game world? To be honest, it it's a little endemic to the video game world is a little more accurate to put it um just because of the fact uh, i think it's just people like to take advantage of artists period if that makes sense um okay despite the fact that everything we do as artists is like the most important thing to your advertising to everything you see like i don't know i i still don't understand how um like the starving artist stereotype is still a thing it doesn't make any sense when we're kind of the ones that make the world go round if that makes any sense at all um, yeah but but it is that's just how it is and without clear unions without clear um kind of backing from the community uh just from people in general like it's just going to keep happening and uh it's a shame I mean, this particular news story, like, Danny, like, dropped it in our group chat and was like, should I post it? And I'm like, yeah, man, it's, like, on brand, it's on topic, like, it needs to be talked about, let's not shuffle it under the rug. Um, And I mean, like, you know, as I I don't video game like you and Danny video game, you know what I mean? But I was like, this is the company behind, like, Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. I'm not really surprised there's like a a frat boy culture and like sexual harassment but i mean in fairness they also made crash bandicoot which is a solid game Mm -hmm. um i I do know like i'm tangentially connected like through the book of faces pre-heather uh (laughs) i did flirt with a girl that ended up working for blizzard and the only thing that came of it like flirting no kissing no nothing but she became my facebook friend and it's still like you know friends on there so mm-hmm. i see blizzard things like periodically on my newsfeed from this person i'm not going to drop their name i don't want to out them um but like i know you know they had an employee walk out like last week uh, and all of this is not a good look for the company 
Uh, my favorite sign from that employee walkout, which I saw in a news article, but actually saw like on a Facebook feed, was like to nerf male privilege, and I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's fair. That that is that's perfect. That's good. And uh, it seems like from stuff I read, like that that maybe some progress will be made uh, to be continued. We'll see. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's one of those news stories that you just have to talk about. Like it's it's part of the geek world. Absolutely. You know, there's there's no getting around it, and it's it's good to know. And then you can make your decisions about whether you want to support Blizzard, uh, or you know whatever you want to do. You know, but the the surest way that you you vote for anything is with your dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Things exist because you spend money on them, and if enough people spend money on them, they continue to exist, or they cease to exist. And this is me saying either way, like what the outcome of Blizzard should be. Uh, especially because I don't have a horse in the race. I don't. I don't really play a lot of video games. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> I read the story and I go, "Oh, hot dog! That's not good for them." <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else to talk about on it, Blue? Uh, no, I think I, I pretty much covered everything. It's just an ongoing problem in the in the industry period. So, you know, it well, is good. Hopefully, hopefully, this raises a light to it, and uh, progressive steps can be made. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Danny. I mean, we're continuing with this news dump. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding about the dump, dump, dump from the deuce. Uh, Amazon <laughs> is doing an Anansi Boys six episode series. Uh, no, Orlando Jones will probably not be in it. Uh, but the story is about Mr. Nancy's sons, so it is interesting, and there is a way to do it without Orlando Jones while still being respectful. Uh, no release info, but man, Neil Gaiman is having his own renaissance right now. You know what I mean <laughs> with with. Uh, him doing an original story for Good Omens and uh, with Sandman and and this like good for him because he's oh, talented yeah. and, and a very good storyteller. Absolutely, I agree. I, I never read a Nazi Boys the book. Uh, it is a book that's tangentially connected to American Gods through through the Spider God of a Nazi. Um, but yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, right on Amazon. Every every streamer is is trying to do all this stuff like. Disney has their IP pretty locked in. Like, they're okay. They've got plenty of stuff to play with. Uh, but oh, the other yeah. streamers need to find things. And uh, and it seems like Amazon is on the gaming train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and nothing wrong with that. Denny, I mean, real quick, like, he posted that Fry Force commercial for Nacho Fries <laughs> at Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't watch it when he posted it. But then I was just watching television, and that batshit commercial <laughs> just appeared on TV. And... Uh, Wow, the Taco Bell's advertising team, like, kudos to them. Yeah, they're uh, I, pretty I li- good. I liked when they did the horror movie trailer for Nacho Fries, like, the last time they came back. Uh, Nacho Fries come back more often than McRib, much to my chagrin. The McRib <laughs> should come more often. Uh, people, you know, December rolls around, and like, it's Christmas time. I'm like, screw that. It's McRib time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clog my arteries and, like, pay for it for the rest of the year. But it's McRib's going down the pie hole, or the McRib hole, if you will. Uh, but, yeah, uh, this advertising for Nacho Fries, like, like Danny said, it's Mother Truck and Fry Force. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. If I wasn't already interested in getting some Nacho Fries now that they're back, I'd be even more interested, even though, like, I don't do the – the Evangelion or or the you know giant kaiju or the mm. the mecha Gundam stuff you know what I mean like I'm I'm aware of all those things and have seen like representations of those things and I, I thought it was cool heck yeah super cool I I had to make sure I said Evangelion because a uh, longtime listener Roman was like I've got one beef with you stop saying Evangelion 
Oh, I yeah, absolutely. I said it, Roman. I said Evangeline again. Ooh, <laughs> I'm a bad boy. <laughs> to hey, be nice. fair, in, in a movie, um, Robin Williams also called it that. And he is a fan of, of anime. So, like, you know, I, I, I mean, get it. I just having my own Gabo moment. Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> Gabo. Good old Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, more Danny news. Eisner Award winners. Honestly, I'm so behind on comics. Uh, I, I looked at it. I was like, you know what I take away from this? If you were looking for books to check out, uh, go go to this article about the Eisner Award winners from San Diego Comic-Con at home. And, and it's a good starting point for some books to check out. Because other people have said they're good books to check out. Absolutely. Yeah, like if a if a comic wins an Eisner, it's probably not a bad comic. Absolutely. But, but there's plenty of others besides those. Like you can even look at the runner ups, like just a list of who was like put up for it. But yeah, yeah, that that was sort of my takeaway from it. And it was uh, I, I can't I didn't write down the names away. of the people that won, but I was like there there were some good names on there that are people who have enjoyed other work by them. So right on. And uh, I think. Uh, the the guy that uh, does uh, uh, Usagi Ujimbo actually got mm-hmm. like a lifetime award, so that was sort of cool. Dan Sakai. Yeah. So uh, Danny also posted The Simpsons. Speaking of The Simpsons and Gabo, they've hired Kristen Bell to be the singing voice of Marge Simpson for season 33. Uh, and before anyone freaks out about Julie Kavner not singing in that classic, wonderful Marge voice. This is the premiere episode, which is going to be like a musical extravaganza, so give it a chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's uh, if, if the movie is, or the episode is all, like, music, they're, they're just trying to do something different. And thank God the Simpsons are just still trying to innovate and do neat things. And yeah. people love Kristen Bell, including Corey. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He sure so, does. <laughs> not, not bad news. Kristen Bell sings nice. So, good for The Simpsons. And let's just all celebrate that The Simpsons still exists. <laughs> yeah. And really, like, the last several seasons of The Simpsons have just been great. They they really, they're, they're, they're back to some sort of form. So, uh, I like, all Simpsons is good Simpsons to me. Uh, except for uh, one episode, I think it was like the opening episode, like 30 or 31. I thought it was a garbage episode. That's the only one that I hate. Oh. <laughs> but I've even like put it out of my brain where I don't remember the episode title anymore. I just know it was a premiere and Homer cheats on Marge and then it's all a dream <gasps> and it sucks. No, it's oh. bad. Okay. It's bad. There's tattoos that do a little singing number. It's fucking garbage. Mm. So uh, it was that uh, the actress from Girls played uh, the voice talent for it and it was not good not good at all so yeah yeah you want good monorail march monorail proud monorail uh, lots of other episodes not that one <laughs> uh, what else ah, the, did you see the day of the dead trailer for sci-fi i did not actually uh danny posted it and it is good it is a gory October of this year, Ode to George Romero. It does say that the show is an ode to him, and uh, lots of lots of zombies, lots of zombie kills, Rambo. flesh ripping, and uh, it looks fun. It's going to be a show on sci-fi, and uh, yeah, perfect thing to look forward to in October. I love me some zombie content. I really do. Uh, so I'm I'm excited for this. I think it could be really fun. Just an entire town run over by the zombies and uh, yeah, people's. People surviving and not surviving because it's a zombie show. <laughs> so uh, 
good times. Uh, I definitely recommend watching the trailer below. It was good stuff. Nice. I will definitely check it out. And speaking of like horror franchises that people love, you know, from Romero to The Exorcist, because apparently that franchise is relaunching as a trilogy from Bloomhouse. Uh, Ellen Burstyn, Burstyn Ooh, from the, from, yeah, so Ellen Burstyn from the original is returning, as well as uh, from uh, Hamilton, Leslie Odom Jr. is going to play the father of the possessed girl. Uh, so you know you're getting more diversity and representation, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I, I've seen the original Exorcist. I don't know that I've watched it from start to finish though, because I don't I don't fuck around with like possession movies. I just don't. Yeah, like like same, I, though. I just don't, and I know Exorcist is like super scary, and I, I'm well aware of like the crab walk and like the vomiting and all that. But I, I that's just not something I mess with. I yep. you wanna you wanna find the one horror thing? I don't I don't truck around with. Uh, it's that my grandma once told me you just don't invite that sort of evil into your house, and however you wanna feel about it. I, I, just words I took to heart, and I just don't mess with it. Even like talking about it right now it makes me feel inky and alone in the Absolutely. house. And I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't like it. So we're gonna move on. If you like The Exorcist, Bloomhouse is probably doing a trilogy, and the actress from the original is gonna return. And if it excites you, I'm glad you're excited. Cool. Absolutely. Speaking of Bloomhouse, they're also apparently developing a show about Vince McMahon's steroid trial. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I, I didn't even know he had a steroid trial, because uh, I, I know I've seen him for a while. Like I mean, it was, it was pretty obvious. Like Jose Canseco, obvious. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so like I watched wrestling when I was a kid. I watched it when I was a teenager because my my next door neighbor was one of my good friends was really into it. Uh, Undertaker will always probably be my favorite wrestler. Follow closely. Heck yeah, same. Follow closely by The Rock. Uh, one of the very first bobbleheads I ever owned. There was a time where I had a, a minor bobblehead collection, and by that I mean like 20 to 25 bobbleheads that are somewhere in storage in North Carolina. Um, but yeah, I got a rock bobblehead from the WWE store. I'm still mad at the freaking World Wildlife Fund for messing the WWF up, but it's fine because I like animals too, so I guess I'll get over it. Uh, but yeah, like at Vince McMahon, I don't think I even realized how connected he was to like wrestling until like triple h like roofied his daughter and married her in vegas so yep. yeah, like <laughs> i guess i don't know i just that, that wasn't something that i latched on to and like realized uh, i do realize that the wwe is like soap operas for men uh but i'll sort comic books and and superhero shows and all that yeah, jazz exactly. you know what i mean uh that's just you know your stories your stories what are your stories i don't know like <laughs> heather really likes general hospital she watches that she's been watching that Freaking soap opera five ever. And I mean, our, our DVR always has like at least 15 episodes saved of it. <laughs> but uh, like watching it, like there's nothing more ridiculous than any of the superhero shows I watch. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, what are your stories? But apparently, a story that's going to come out from the Bloom House, they're not just doing creepy possession trilogies. They're, uh, they're talking about doing a show about, about Vince McMahon, uh, owner and operator of the WWE. And uh, one time where he was on trial for steroids. Was he actually on trial, though? I don't know. I don't really know much about this. But talk, go, take it away. Uh, he was. So it was very obvious because he he just showed up like at some point. Um, I, I forget when, but he, he showed up at some point and everybody was like, uh, he looks different. <laughs> like it was like very much like, whoa. When the hell did he start working out? Because he's he was basically like 
the businessman of of the WWE. He wasn't like the guy that would go into a fight or anything like that. He was the business guy. And all of a sudden he showed up and he was as big as as the fucking um as Triple H uh at the time that he had come out. And I was like, what the fuck? When the hell did Vince McMahon come out as a, as a fucking start working out? Holy shit. But it was super, like, fast. Like, super fast. So everybody got a little uh, concerned about it and was like, uh, dude, are you juicing? And um, due to how fast he did kind of come out uh, as, like, you know, oh, I'm buff and working out now, everybody was like, oh, dude, you're juicing. Like, you're not even trying to hide it. You're 100% juicing. We can't have it out in the open. You gotta hide it, sir. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and then there was a trial, or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they, they definitely took him to, uh, to court for it, because they were like, oh, you just can't do that on television and stuff like that. And, you know, it was still considered like a... I, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't actually like a real trial. You know what I mean? Because it was the WWE and they're probably all like, uh, it was probably a hoax or not a hoax, but like part of the show. You know what I mean? Um, I, I still to this day think that it was part of the show uh, personally, but you know, it might've been an actual, like an actual deal where it was like a real thing um, that they took them to court. You know, okay. take that with a grain of salt, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and maybe that's that's part of this uh, appeal of this show. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, if 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 uh, you dive deep into wrestling, I mean, Kevin O'Leary came on the podcast twice and talked some wrestling. Danny still hasn't forgiven me that I haven't given him his his window <laughs> to talk wrestling. Maybe we need to remedy that somewhere in the near future. If you're listening, Danny, just just message me and be like, "Fuck yeah, wrestling <laughs> show," and I was like, "Cool." Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, but speaking of things that Danny put that's not wrestling, but it's totally for me, we're back to Simpsons. And it's just so cool that the Lee Carvalho putting challenge game is now real life. Yeah. So somebody programmed it. So if you always wanted to to play the game that Bart got instead of Bone Storm, uh, you Bone can. Bone Storm. <laughs> yeah. You can go online and play. Uh, and I mentioned March Be Not Proud, like straight up. One of my favorite episodes. Uh, so it's cool. I haven't played it yet. I don't know where to look for it. You know me. I'm 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 sort of like you know technologically silly sometimes. Technologically but, uh, impaired. Yes, <laughs> he's just technologically impaired. There's no phone, no lights, no motor car, not a single <laughs> luxury. That's I'm glad <laughs> so you like, picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, from UHF, I'm gonna drop a little uh, Amish Paradise by some weird Al Yankovic, but. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really cool news, and that's something that I have myself a little note. Like, look for a Lee Carvalho putting challenge game. Because <laughs> apparently you can you can play it real, or you can just, like, shoot the shit out of the ball and, like, yeah, blow up the game or whatever. Uh, Danny also posted little Doctor Who news. So Jody Whittaker stepping down as the Doctor after three seasons. Uh, I had talked about this on a previous episode as a rumor, but now apparently it's a thing, and the showrunner that's been attached with her is leaving as well that he like had a little deal like we're gonna come on we're gonna kick ass for three seasons then we're gonna leave and that's what they're doing so uh every doctor who like we'll see who the next doctor is like it's really cool that they they had an iteration of the doctor that's a lady 
and uh, who knows what they'll do next. You know, person of color, person of color that's a lady. Uh, you know, whatever. Like, th- it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a doctor. It's a time lord. They got two hearts from Gallifrey. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's it's not, a, not a human, so you don't got to get all mad about it. Not uh, a human. My, my mom is into the Doctor Who. She got into the Doctor Who through a friend. I, I've seen some episodes. Uh, I still I still like that, that first guy that came back that only did one season. I was like, that was a good season. I watched it. It was enjoyable. Uh, I, I mean, David Tennant, he was great. I, I like him in future stuff. I'm glad, uh, you know, the Doctor Who show brought him like to the limelight for everybody. Um, and uh, Matt Smith, I, I never was a big like whatever. Fine, he's doing yeah, the Doctor Who whatever. thing. He's fine. Uh, the the latest uh, Scottish guy that uh, people are gonna be mad at me that I can't think of his name, but uh, I liked him too. Uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> and that that just sort of I think uh, proves. Uh, Proves that I'm not like a huge Whovian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do I do enjoy the show though. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. I liked him. I liked him very much. He reminded me of uh, Christopher Eccleston, who's the the doctor of the first one. And yes, I am on my phone. <laughs> so so yeah. And uh, Rose Beard, my favorite my favorite companion. But there's been other companions. Uh, I also liked uh, Pearl Mackey as uh, Bill. So you know what I mean? I, uh, if, if Doctor Who's on, like, it, it's right up my alley with, like, you know, multiverses and, and time travel and space and aliens, you know what I mean? It's good stuff. It's just yeah, uh, exactly. not something I've devoted, like, a crazy amount of energy to, to, like, learn every single thing. But I I, I know of things like Daleks and and uh, either the Metal Man, something like that. Everybody pissed at me. They're like, stop talking about <laughs> Doctor Who. You don't know shit. And you're right. You're right. I don't know as much as you if you're really into it, but... <laughs> Uh, we're we're you're gonna get the last season with Jodie Whittaker as a doctor and enjoy it because that's all you get. You get your three seasons and then you gotta move on and do the next thing. And speaking of things that aren't moving on, like beyond third seasons, TNT Snowpiercer has been picked up for a fourth season and the third season has not even aired. It is wrapped shooting. Uh, David Diggs of Hamilton fame has uh, called the show bigger and more Snowpiercer. <laughs> uh, I have not watched past the first couple episodes of season two, but I can tell you from season one and the couple episodes, I dig the show in as much as you can dig dystopia trapped on a big old train of glass consciousness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I think the I think the television show, <laughs> well, the, the television show, I will say, is much better than the movie. Uh, okay. It's sort of a prequel, but I don't know that, like, as it keeps going, I don't know that it has to tie into that Snowpiercer movie. Uh, but it it it's a it's an enjoyable show, you know what I mean? They do a really good job with the production design and the train and how they're taking things. Uh, so I I enjoy it, and I, I apparently a lot of other people enjoy it as well because TNT is like we're riding this train into the ground, literally, because <laughs> that's what happens in that movie. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> it's so bad spoilers, but I couldn't help myself. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, there you go. I guess the next thing, we're probably going to have to talk a little bit about it, but Scarlett Johansson sues Disney over contract breach from the Black Widow release. Oof. Oof. You know, I can't be mad at her for it. I can't. I mean, she's kind of right. You know what I mean? They, uh, she, Yes, she made a lot of money um, from other things, like the other movies and stuff like that, but I mean, a contract's a contract, and if you're First of all, the way that kind of Disney kind of handled this situation and what they said and kind of badmouthed her 
yeah. over the whole like COVID thing. Uncalled for. Very uncalled for. And you have a lot more to answer for, especially with what, what's been happening recently. But, you know, outside of that, like, honor your contract. Like, you guys make a billion dollars all the time. Like, right. every day. Just honor your contract. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand, like, where people, like, come up against it because they're like, 20 million versus 50 million. Like, really? Is this what we're arguing about? It, it's it's the principle for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're not talking about the principle on the money she's earned. This isn't an economic discussion. It is a, it is a contract. A contract is a contract. Yeah. And yes, we we are not fortunate to be people that like get to be mad that we only made twenty million versus fifty million. Uh, but you don't. I mean, you don't know where where all that's tied up in, or if any you know plans were made based on it. Like yes, okay, boohoo for rich people. Eat the rich. Fair enough. Uh, but you know, if like you were planning on a certain thing and you you bought this or that, and like now that money's not there, that sort of sucks. And like. Uh, not paying your bills, whether you're rich or poor, will fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, yep. <laughs> and and when it's when it's lots of money, you can get effed even more. And uh, I I think uh, you know I was surprised like by the lawsuit. I was like, okay, like you know that's that's your right as a mm-hmm. as a human being and an actor and a, an American like in a litigious society to like go ahead and sue. But then like Disney's like clap back. I was like, what? Do you say she don't care about coronavirus? Is she just a greedy bitch? Like. Ooh, that what? is that is Excuse not <laughs> what it's like wow, like what whatever happened to just no comment, we'll handle this in the courts, yeah. Disney. And, and also even, have you looked in the mirror lately? Like, come on. And I, I, I even saw like in an article where like basically like is an unnamed source, but they're saying like Bob Iger is pissed at like how it was handled. He was like, What what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> like shit, just say we'll handle it in the courts, like you don't got to be like, oh, you want to fight? We're going to fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, apparently there's, like, this whole, like, email chain with, like, promises and everything that the lawyers on, on ScarJo's side have said. And I'm just like, wow. Wowie, wow, wow, wow. Like, and, it, it's, you know, you don't want this big negative light, like, painted, like, on, on your highly lucrative MCU franchise, you know? Exactly. On the thing that's making you so much money. Yeah, I mean, even, like, HBO Max, like, you know, when they had all the stuff where all of a sudden, like, hey, we're going to give you the movies for free because of coronavirus, and, and all the all the directors are like, well, you're going to what now? <laughs> and and Warner Brothers just said, like, we're going to pay you money, you're going to shut up, and they're like, we're shutting up, you paid us money, and that's the thing, just pay the damn money. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, although Disney is notorious for that, and I've had some friends leave the company because of that, so, like, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. I, I have announced that I do work for the Disney Company. In so much as I tell silly jokes on the Rivers of Adventure, I, I do not make millions of dollars in any way, shape, or form. I got to go to a world premiere. I was paid just because I was working. Uh, but uh, if you if you saw what I was getting paid, you're like, oh shit, damn, <laughs> like he's, that positivity's real. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was I, nice to get a little extra money. It helped on the on our visit to Disneyland. I, I gave it right back to the company with some damn churros and, and, and Dole Whip, you know what I mean? But it's fine, because my kids are happy, and it, it was worth it. But, uh, yeah, like, oh, just, wow. That is just, whew, yeah, oof, absolutely. oof. Oof is such a, a very versatile definition, or uh, response to some things, and that's sort of how I feel. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, for me, if I if I try to put myself in somebody else's shoes, if I'm expecting fifty million, 
and you only hand me 20 million. I'm a poor guy right now, so I'm like, man, 20 million, that's a lot of money. But if I was at the at a certain point in life where millions were like normal for me, I'd be a little bit pissed off that like yeah. one and a half times that amount of money was not in my pocket. I would probably be pretty pissed off. And uh, if a contract was there and I could prove it, yeah, who knows? Might pay a lawyer and the, the lawyers, they, they get that 10%, so they're going to fight. You know, ten percent of thirty million. Eee, that's a lot of money. So they're gonna fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're gonna. Fight. <laughs> they're gonna fight. Uh, and and that's how lawyers make their money. You know what I mean? Off their fees. So, yeah. <sighs> wow. The good news that Black Widow movie was a good movie, and Blue likes Taskmaster. I do. You do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I re I re listened to our episode. You defended yourself nicely, and in the group chat, you made some good points. You like the Taskmaster. Yeah, I do. I like the Taskmaster. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> so Danny also posted, we're still going on Danny's News Dump, a signed first edition of Harry Potter, signed by the cursed author, uh, has sold, <laughs> sold for almost $100,000, uh, did exceed the auction house's expectation, their estimate, by like three times the amount. You know, uh, I don't think this has anything to do with whether or not like J.K. Rowling is a, a, a reasonable, worthwhile human being. It just, you know, these the sort of thing like happens at auction houses. You know, it's rare. There's not too many good, pristine copies of that that first edition of uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it's signed by the cursed authors. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, the auction houses who's making the money. It's not this has nothing to do with J.K. Rowling royalties. So you don't got to be pissed about it. That's yeah, just exactly. auction house. They like did it and they get there. It's not like she's like, oh, I get my percentage. No, you, you don't. You got it when the person bought the book. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. I've I've seen some stuff lately where they're like, Lord of the Rings was you know what 15 years ago, and people still talk about it and they still watch it. And you're right, but people still watch Harry Potter. I see that shit on whatever channel like has the rights to it all the time. And when it's on, my my wife likes Harry Potter. So if yeah. it's on and the boys, you know, it might might be on for a moment before we find something else. Uh, in fact, tonight was a fun exercise because there was like, uh, I think, a Deadpool movie, a Harry Potter movie, a Star Wars Episode 7, and then uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. And you might be upset with me, but I chose Avengers Age of Ultron for like the 20 minutes that I had the TV on while I was getting the boy to sleep. So, yeah. I mean, didn't pick the Potter. Didn't pick the Deadpool. Didn't pick the Star Wars. I, I picked Age of Ultron because I enjoy that movie much more than a lot of people. So, yeah. Yeah. So, good good for that. And somebody, damn, just to have the kind of money to just pay like $99,000 for a fucking book you're not even going to read because you don't want to mess it up. Uh, that's not my life. Not right now. Maybe when we're famous comic people. But probably yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Probably not that, much, that amount of money. <laughs> but it would be nice to like buy something nice. <laughs> Like, I'm going to buy something nice, like a, a Dole Whip Sunday. <laughs> Give that money back to Disney. <laughs> Actually, you know what? If if we made good money off it, me and you are taking our family. We're going on that uh, that Star Cruiser thing in Florida. A oh, two-day two day LARP experience that costs like six to eight grand for like four yeah, people. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But if we get, a, we get a nice little paycheck from the comic book, I'm, I'm telling you right now, that is something I might drop money on. I can't afford it right now, but if we got a nice little bonus, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Star Cruise with the family. And we're going to get that room that has at least one one window. Because apparently there's rooms with no windows. Fuck well, that. There sure are. <laughs> <laughs> ain't ain't even, that something. Ain't even a pool in that mother trucker. 
And if you show up and you hate it, you're still stuck there for two days. <laughs> oh, Ugh. man. But yeah, but if I but if I had a sudden windfall from something creative that I did, yeah, that's definitely something I would do. And I would drag Blue just so we could record about it. <laughs> <laughs> and if it was enough money, we'd take Danny, too. And then we'd just get really drunk in the cantina. And they'd be, like, so mad they were stuck with us for two days. But it'd be fine. I'd wear the Chewbacca outfit the whole time, and I'd get all stinky. <laughs> I'm already I'm already hoping we sell this comic book so we can do it. <laughs> I hope we sell the comic book just to sell the comic book. For sure. And that's a, that's just a nice segue to a little bit more Star Wars news from, from Danny, which actually goes way back. Did, Blue, did you read about that R2-D2 Tamagotchi watch? Yes. You gotta love technology that has not oh. changed in 20 years. Gosh, <laughs> it is so sad. <laughs> so if they still exist, that's the first thing I thought. Like yeah. that's still a thing. Like man, like you think anybody has kept their Tamagotchi alive for 20 years? Um, I doubt it. Like seriously, doubt it. If you're listening to the podcast and you're one of those people, you let me know. I will talk to you for an hour about this because I am curious. <laughs> <laughs> On November 11th, if you've always been like, the one thing I always lamented is I never got a Star Wars Tamagotchi, well, well, lament no further, because your dreams are about to come true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Danny also posted, Goofy and How to Stay at Home Shorts on Disney Plus. Man, sometimes there's these random drops for it, and I'm like, man, that's cool. Classic, hand-drawn how-to goofy animation. Woo to the who, August 11th. I'm looking forward to it. Heather's favorite Disney character, Goofy. I've bought her lots of Goofy stuff. I also, myself, of the Fab Five, Goofy's my boy. You know what I mean? I'm a big, tall, lanky, Goofy guy. Uh, probably one of the reasons she loves me. She's like, I love Goofy. Look at that Goofy fuck. I love him too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was good news. I was like, thanks for sharing that, Danny. That makes me happy. Some Something more to look forward to. It's the 6th of August, five days from now. Heck yeah, like three shorts on how to survive the pandemic from Goofy with some humor. I'm, I'm for that. Absolutely. YouTube Blue, you for that? Absolutely. Uh, Disney Plus, other great stuff. The Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales on Disney Plus for Halloween 2021. Uh, October 1st is part of their uh, Disney Plus Hollow Stream. Clever names. Uh, and, and that Hollow Stream will also include Muppet Haunted Mansion. So, Ooh. yeah, Disney Plus continuing to put out content that, that, that keeps my mom paying for Disney Plus. <laughs> I'm not into Halloween stuff, but, like, I am so into the Muppets. <laughs> yes. And, I mean, Lego Star Wars, they, they do really good content. Yep. Uh, that holiday special was fun, and uh, I'm glad they're doing more stuff. And yay for Danish bricks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Danny also posted Nicholas Holt cast as Renfield in a Dracula spinoff movie. This is going to be directed by Tomorrow War's Chris McKay. Tomorrow War is on my list of movies I really want to watch. I'll watch Suicide Squad before that, but Tomorrow War is on the list. I think I'm actually going to watch it this weekend, either when the baby naps or goes to sleep. Uh, produced by Robert Kirkman. Kirkman is uh, putting a lot of stuff out. He's having his own renaissance. Uh, you know, He made all the money off Walking Dead, but he's getting his other stuff in there. Uh, and apparently just also saying, I want a Renfield spinoff yeah. movie because, you know, what's more interesting than Dracula than the subservient, you know, person that takes care and of his Keanu business. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Keanu was uh, uh, Jonathan Parker, right? Jonathan Parker. Oh, was he? I thought yeah, he yeah. was, uh, I thought it was uh, 
no, no, no. Renfield was, was somebody else. But uh, Nicholas Holt, yes, Danny, he is incredibly attractive. He played the Beast in them Fox X-Men movies. And, uh, well, Kelsey Grammer did too, but you know what I mean. He played the young version. And uh, But just because he's attractive doesn't mean they're not going to do some sort of makeup or something to him. You know what I mean? Like, well, ooh, yeah. If he's attractive, then they have to do makeup, right? That's how, it's, that's how it it's works. It's a movie. If it was a television show, they're going to keep him attractive because that's like the CW model. Yeah. But it's a movie, so who knows what we'll get. Like, it could be interesting. He's a decent actor. So I liked him in the Tolkien movie, too. So, yeah, good for him. Yeah. Good for him, you know, falling into that Robert Kirkman, everything he touches is gold universe, and doing a, doing a Dracula spin-off movie because apparently they uh, they don't want to do any more Dracula, so people forget the other Draculas. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, we'll do uh, Tangential Connection Dracula. Who you got? They're like, Renfield. Like, go picture. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Danny, I suppose we're getting towards the tail end of the Danny stuff. The Bad Batch renewed for season two. And hell yeah. Like, the second to last episode came out today. Really enjoyed it. I cannot wait for how they're going to, like, cliffhang us for the, the final episode of the season. And, uh, yeah. Like, we all thought maybe it might just be one season. As it went along, we're like, ah, it sort of looks like it's probably going to be more. And it is. It's going to be more. And uh, that's good news. Because uh, I like the animation style. I like the story. I really love them, like, fleshing out this, like, you know, uh, rise of the Empire. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. And it's good. And there's new characters. And I enjoy it. And, and yes, please. More, please. Mr. Filoni, <laughs> sir. Well, may I have another, sir? <laughs> so, yeah. What? Never? Hardly ever. Hardly <laughs> And also, in uh, things coming, Cobra Kai Season 4, December 2021. Uh, this is from a teaser that they had. And you know what? I am all about this mortal enemy karate dojo battling for the soul of the valley stuff. I, right. I really am. I, uh, I've only seen... Uh, we watched Season 1, me and Heather. I think we've watched half of Season 2. Uh, it's just because there's a whole bunch of shows. We're behind on everything. We're behind on the DCW stuff, uh, with the exception of Superman and Lois. I think we only have one episode left of that. But uh, we'll catch up. I mean, hopefully over the summer there's a lot less new stuff, so we have time to catch up. And uh, if we're in a perpetual state of catch up, we've got reasons to stay alive. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll probably catch up and get into season three by the time season four drops. <laughs> and Dan will be mad because he still can't talk about it. And that, I'm sorry, bud. Like I, I keep up on a lot of things. I do a pretty good job, but I can't keep up on everything, especially <laughs> when it's a show that my wife enjoys too, because I love her more than I love being caught up. <laughs> Actually, I love both those things, but I do love my wife more. So, yeah. Yeah. Cobra yeah. Kai. More Cobra Kai, please. Uh, and Blue, did you see the trailer for Why the Last Man? Uh, I have not, and I, I did that on purpose, though. I did okay. that on purpose because I'm, I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared, but I keep hearing great things, so, like, I'm down for it, if it's as good as people have been saying. The trailer looks great. If the show is three-quarters as great as that trailer, it's going to be amazing. Uh, we don't have long to wait. September 13th on Hulu. It's the FX on Hulu stuff. So it's an FX show, but it's going to air on Hulu, like, the next day. So September 13th. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. A little bit more than a month. We get this, and it's a great comic. Uh, and hopefully they adapt it well and do a great show. I agree. Oh, yes. Yes, please. And then Animaniacs Season 2, November 5th on Hulu. 13 new episodes I've seen. I think I've seen, like, 
almost all of the season one episodes. Tyler loves it. Like the, oh, the yeah, boy, he loves it. So uh, we we catch up on it as everyone's was. Let's watch Animaniacs, and I'm like, hell yeah! He likes Batman the animated series. He likes Animaniacs. We're watching some Spider Man. Like all this stuff that I enjoyed as a boy is coming to fruition as an adult parent. <laughs> Let's not watch the new things unless it's Bluey or Blue's Clues. Let's watch the old things and the resurging new things, which are from the old things. <laughs> yep. It's it's a it's a good time to be alive. Good time. Good time to share uh, content with your kids when you're not playing and being active, because that's what you should be doing with your kids. Really, truly. But every once in a while, watching something when you're tired because you're an old man, that works out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving, that's all Danny's news. I think that was enough Danny's news. Uh, Kyle did post a funny image of a falconer that calls the wrong falcon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Millennium Falcon. Falcon. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just funny. It was a good, good comic. Uh, Corey did post the Dune trailer. Did you watch the Dune trailer, Blue? I did not. Also on purpose. Okay. Uh, all I will say is, seriously, October 22nd might really get me into a theater. Mm. Although, I would also be willing to split the cost of renting a theater with you and Danny and Corey nice. and, and a couple other people. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, like the idea. I think Corey, you know, he posted this. He's probably really into this. But like, Corey, just tell me when we're renting the theater and we'll go watch it with you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but between this and Free Guy, I want to see it, but I'm probably not going to go to the theater to see it as much as I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shang-Chi might also get me into a theater. So yeah. That might it's be the probably first gonna one. probably going to get me there. Yeah, that might be the first one that gets me there. But uh, if it does not, it'll be the Dune one. It depends on if the Shang-Chi ends up on the Disney Plus with the $30. I'll probably watch it from home, just being well, real. Okay, that's all yeah. set to. I might. Yeah. Corey also posted Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield are in talks for a live-action Haunted Mansion movie. Uh, I mean, it's a family moving into the New Orleans mansion who at some point have to hire a psychic. That's who Tiffany Haddish is going to play. It could be fun, provided that I don't lament the fact that Guillermo del Toro never got to make his movie. Uh, Also, hot take, I don't hate the Eddie Murphy version from 2003. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, this is uh, Justin Simon Seaman of Dear White People and Bad Hair is set to direct um, this fall because the script already exists. Uh, that isn't the Muppets thing that comes out October on Disney Plus. Uh, so yeah, they're they're finally making a, a Haunted Mansion movie, and I'm sure a lot of these things like a rising tide raises all ships, and the Jungle Cruise has raised the tide. So we're gonna get more. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, I'm sure they've had a lot of different ideas for Haunted Mansion because that is one of the most popular attractions there at Disneyland. Uh, oh, it is my second favorite attraction next to the Jungle Cruise, although I do have a tattoo of Haunted Mansion and not of Jungle Cruise yet, although I have one being designed by Dear Nichoye. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, I uh, cool, right on, and I like that. They're they're both actors of color, like sweet. You know what I mean? Like don't don't just let Eddie Murphy and his family like run that idea as a possibility. And it is New Orleans. So, Nolens, you know what I mean? Like, no. less white people down there than you'd imagine. A lot of French people, a lot of Creole people. Uh, but talking New Orleans, like, it is a, a historically, you know, African descent area. Yeah, absolutely. So cool. I, I'm excited. I love I love Haunted Mansion, and hopefully it's creepy, you know, in a way. But also good for families. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey also posted the Kate trailer 
Uh, this is a movie coming out on Netflix, September 2021. Blue, I know you didn't watch the trailer, but all I'll say is Mary Elizabeth Winstead kicking ass in a movie, semi-stealing the plot of Jason Statham's crank. Uh, but what it looks like is a cool, poisoned female assassin versus the Yakuza, complete with a young, witty Asian sidekick. I cannot express how much I love that woman. <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> no, I cannot. I am... I am betrothed. I cannot do that. You, you, well, I guess you're not betrothed to the to the Night Queen, but you are engaged. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You and Corey, big Mary Elizabeth Winstead fans. I also, I think she's pretty wonderful. Uh, but September 2021 Netflix movie, cool. <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, pretty funny. Uh, Night Queen also big fan. There you big go. Fan. There you go. You both get a pass. <laughs> and then you can fight over her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the trailer looked good. I'm like, it's, it's not completely geeky, but it makes Corey happy. I know it'll make Blue happy, so I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joseph, the other Joseph, did post uh, the Dragon Ball Super Superhero Movie Teaser trailer, uh, which is from uh, Comic-Con at Home. Mm-hmm. So that's 2022. Sure, Dragon Ball. Cool. Thoughts, Blue? I they tried this once and I I saw that movie and I wish I hadn't. Okay, I don't think I I've watched any Dragon Ball Z since uh, the nineties. Well, there was a, a a movie like a live action movie and it was not good. Oh, this looks like it's going to be an animated movie. Good. If it's animated, I'm fine. But if it's like that live action garbage that happened before, I'm not fine. This is like, like it's sort of like uh, when I asked that you come on. So there is a, a few more news stories that we're going to talk about from Comic-Con at home. But I do just sort of have to like express my disappointment that I don't feel like Comic-Con at home like really hit at all. Because I didn't hear like hardly any news other than the stuff people shared on the Laugh Fuzzballs Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. Oh, that's fair. I mean, a lot of people usually don't like if that makes any sense. From, um, un- unless they're there. I mean, it's a really big deal to go. You know what I mean? It's, well, so, so here's the thing. Like, traditionally, like, every year for Comic-Con, even during the pandemic, there is a plethora, a butt-ton, a boatload of news. And me and you, or me, you, and Danny, we sit down and we talk about, like, this huge swath of news that, like, arrived at our doorsteps because of Comic-Con or yeah. Comic-Con at home. And I don't feel like that was the case this year. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even, like, the news dropped, and I was like, oh, that was from that? And, like, (laughs) it's sort of bad, but I was like, I should probably look up Comic-Con at home and see if there's any other news I want to cover on the podcast. And I was like, nah. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think think the last few years have been hard for them. Mm. And uh, there is some live at live live not live action. All life is live action, right? So <laughs> yeah. Some live con later this year, but I I I know I reported on it at some point in the podcast, but I didn't file it away in my brain. I want to say November question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just that to say, like you know, there there's some news, and I'm sort of like, oh okay, cool. Sort of sucks because Comic Con's like a thing, like important, yeah. but the world has changed, and for a moment, it's not that important to me. But there was a Comic-Con, this is also from Joseph at Home, exclusive poster with Luke and Grogu building a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to, like, keep Mando Season 3, like, in people's brains and in the zeitgeist, but yeah. not necessarily something that you're ever going to see. 
just sort of like you know riding off the the beauty of young Luke Skywalker and Grogu <laughs> from Mando season two. So I'm like, wow, that's just definite like clickbaity faux show. Oh yeah. Uh, from Comic Con at home, exciting first look at Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles for Netflix. Heck yeah. Uh, it was a real quick, like, uh, not even animatic. It was actually, like, you know, done together, but it was, like, 30 seconds. Uh, but taking the characters of Stan Sakai and, and following the descendants of them in the future. And I think that's sort of neat. Mm-hmm. I, think I, agree. I also think it's just super dope that, like, he has his own universe. And, like, because of his, like, you know, friendship with, like, Laird and Eastman, you get the crossover with, you know, Ninja Turtles. And, like, now that's just, like, part of the universe. But it's just it's just super dope. I like anthropomorphic animals and oh, like, yeah. throw it into like Bushido and like Japanese, like mythology and culture and fighting. And yeah, why, why not? <laughs> Sagi is really good too. Like it's a really good story. Yeah. Like we said, uh, you know, with the Eisners, he got a lifetime achievement. So like it's, it's good stuff to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Danny was reading the, the most current like uh, comics and really enjoying them. He talked about them several times. Mm, that's good. I don't know if it came from comic book. Or comic book at home. That's every comic book, right? <laughs> Maybe it's comic book at the comic book store. Uh, but Comic Con at home. I don't know if it came from it. But Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Did you also avoid this trailer, Blue? No, I actually watched that one. Yeah, and and it was pretty rad. Like I didn't want to be excited. I was like, eh, I don't have too high hopes. You know, after the last couple of attempts, it's like, eh, whatever. But then I watched it and I was like, oh, 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 okay, okay. I mean, ever since yeah. I heard that Ivan Reitman's son, Jason Reitman, was, like, directing this, I'm like, dude, this is going to be a love letter to his old band. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. And, like, you sense. know, all the living Ghostbusters, like, coming back, most likely I've seen, uh, I've seen like, some photo stuff, but... Paul Rudd, like, good job. He's America's sweetheart, like, on the guy side. Oh, yeah, uh, McKenna Grace and Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard's gotten older. They better keep finish up Stranger Things things, because uh, them kids getting old, suckers. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Finn Wolfhard's starting to, I mean, he's still still an older teenager, but starting to look like a man, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it, it, it's not a tonal shift, but like while I'm sure there'll be some comedy as evidenced by like the state puffs in the in the trailer, uh, definitely like dark, like potentially like sort of scary. Yeah. And uh, also just lovely, like it just yeah, there's an afterlife for Ghostbusters, yep. and uh, and a, a trailer for a movie that already has me excited for future movies. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? And uh, I know Danny's, like, all about the Ghostbusters. He's like, oh, I wish I'd recorded so I could have talked about this. Yes, Danny, we realize. You can talk about it at a later point <laughs> if you want to. Just hit us up in the group chat and tell us how much I love it. Uh, but you probably didn't watch the trailer because Danny also, like, avoids trailers for things. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm the only one that doesn't do it. I'm adult. I watch the trailers. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, but it was a good one. It was a good trailer. I enjoyed it very much. Awesome. I really love the Ecto-1 with the freaking, like, shootout seat thingy yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it seems like they 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 modernized some of the the ghostbusters technology and even showing like the infomercials from the original and ah, just it was good it hit, hit all the right notes for me that's great uh jonathan uh did a new poster somebody who i know from work uh doesn't currently work for uh the work but uh somebody who i know did uh the real life delorean video 
uh, with like a DeLorean cruising down the street and then all sorts of lights effects. And I'm like, I don't really know what's going on. I think this is a TikTok thing, a tickety tock. Uh, but cool. Tactics. People, you know, DeLorean is still existing and people shooting videos and right on. We, I mean, we could we could talk for a moment about the fact that time travel probably never actually can exist. Yep. Uh, because uh, not only do you need to know like the location on Earth and, you know, the time and and the date, you need to know the positionality of the Earth and not just the solar system, but also the galaxy and the universe and like a whole bunch of things spinning around each other. And like right now, like, where are we in the universe? Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do not realize we are moving at about 28,000 miles an hour, like constantly. I mean, blue, the gravity of the situation is not lost on me. I mean, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, when I when I stand upon uh, terra firma on Earth, I realize how supportive the Earth really is to my life. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> so your supportive. And your arms, always by your side. But yeah, like uh, time travel, I I I think we might not have the math for it, friends. Because oh, because no. like we said, not only do you, if from where we are right now, we would have to know the precise you know positionality in the universe, which is very very big, very 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 big. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, if if one million Earths fit in the sun, bigger than that, much much bigger than that, makes the sun look like not even like a grain of sand. Uh, so you got to know the the point that you're at from the beginning of the time travel to the point where where you want to go was, uh, and I just imagine a lot of floating DeLoreans in space with some frozen dead uh, Marty McFlies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, uh, yeah. or H.G. Wells in the time machine, just frozen like with a Morlock arm on the on the on the time machine. And yeah, I think uh, I think time machine time travel might actually 100% be possible. Uh, but the problem is we don't we don't have the knowledge or the math to uh, to to make it happen. Like I don't I don't even know like going from this moment to a minute ago would be easy because you just don't know the the true points on the space time continuum to make it happen. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And uh, I I don't think even Tony Stark is smart enough to figure that out. No matter how how cool and bendy his algorithm is. Hmm. No matter how <laughs> cool. Like computer graphics he's got. <laughs> so that's that's just us nerding out for a moment. Uh, Jonathan also did post the 1991 home video of the Universal Ghostbuster and Beetlejuice stage show. And uh, while I never got to experience it when I was 11, man, that looked fun. Yeah, it really it did. Delightful. <laughs> I was like, hot dog. That's that's good stuff. I <laughs> I enjoy that. Uh, Brandon did a post of news. Taika Waititi doing a Flash Gordon remake, which is apparently transitioned from animated to live action. Uh, and Flash! Ah! Defender of the Universe. Great <laughs> Queen song. Um, I mean, I, I will say that movie doesn't hold up. Nope, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, you know, Star Wars may exist because George Lucas didn't get to do Flash Gordon, and he should be thankful for that. Uh, Ming the Merciless is stereotypical and awful. Awful, awful, awful. Oh, uh, I actually, I think uh, HBO had Flash Gordon or something, and I went to watch it, and I was like, I can't, I can't. I saw it when I was a kid, but nope, just not my thing. That said, excited for Tekuatiti to reattack it and maybe make it cool now. So uh, I think there's a lot of promise to the to the premise. <laughs> to change a letter, 
But uh, yeah, what do you what what thinks you, Blue? I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I like Taika Waititi. I think he's cool. I do too. He has he has yet to make something that I did not enjoy. Mm. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That that is definitely saying something. Uh, and Taika Waititi is so hot right now. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to be able to make this until he's done with his Star Wars and all the other things he's doing. So, But at some point, uh, he was going to do animated, and he's like, I think I want to do live action. And they're like, you make the money. Do what you want. <laughs> Although I think animated might be a great way to do Flash Gordon, so I don't know. You know what I mean? Could be fun. Just don't make Ming the Merciless racist. Uh, find, a, find a good new Flash Gordon that's not an existing star. Like, let somebody new try it out. And uh, maybe some fun... Uh, well done, B-movie goodness, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If Star Wars is fun, well done, B-movie goodness, uh, why not the the thing that George Lucas didn't get to make finally being made better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're a Flash Gordon stan, I'm sorry. You're you're totally entitled to love it, and I, I feel that, and I get it, and there's stuff that's to be enjoyed by it. Uh, just hopefully uh, the women that are in the remake are uh, a little more positive, body positive, and uh, dressed, and 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 part of the plot versus die candy, you know, yeah, all those things. Exactly. And and Ming the Merciless is a racist. <laughs> the, the, all those things would be good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my buddy 100%. Justin. A hundred percent. Yeah, my buddy Justin, one of my buddies from high school. Who has joined Laughing at Fuzzballs? Uh, did post that Lord of the Rings prequel image for uh, Amazon Prime, uh, September second, twenty twenty two. So uh, a year and a month to get to see whatever whatever they have sunk all that money into. And I think if if there's one thing that Amazon's working on where Jeff Bezos actually is paying attention, uh, it is the budget of this Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> <laughs> and based off of one image. The image looks nice. I don't know how much that image costs, but it definitely didn't cost a billion because there's a lot of those images. Wow. Uh, and sure, I mean, it's Lord of the Rings pretty cool. There's there's definite interest. Uh, and we'll Absolutely. we'll see if the money was worth it. <laughs> Bezos, like, all the money in the world on his deathbed, but shaking his fist. <laughs> Lord of the Rings! Tolkien! <laughs> and Nicholas Holt is like, you rang? I was in that Renfield movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. We're we're so close to being off the rails, loading uh loading six rounds in my revolver as we speak. <laughs> uh Dominique did post uh Mandalorian, which in my notes says Mandalorian, whole different show. <laughs> Is uh reported to start filming uh late twenty twenty one, early twenty twenty two. Uh basically long and short is Book of Boba Fett. Uh has to finish, Obi-Wan has to finish, and then they get to move in the volume in L.A. Uh, I did see a report of spring 2022 as the release date, but who knows? Uh, what What is pretty certain is we're getting Book of Boba Fett in December, then we're getting Obi-Wan, then we're getting Mando Season 3. Uh, and I'm I'm not going to complain about this current glut of Star Wars content, uh, and I, I want to see where the story goes. I don't know where the story goes, because Season 2 wrapped up so well. The show had ended, like I said, I would have been like, that makes sense. Cool, yeah. thanks for a great Same. story. Uh, but they're they're gonna keep going, and uh, yeah, cool, excited, start filming yeah. so we can watch it. And, yeah. the, and the time will fly by, and then we'll be enjoying it, and we'll be talking about it. Because <laughs> Mandalorian, what a lady! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick with a K did uh, 
post some Blue Beetle news. So uh, Zolo Maradueña, uh, who plays uh, Miguel in Cobra Kai, uh, which I really enjoy the, the actor in Cobra Kai, he is going to star as Jaime Reyes in Blue Beetle. Yes. So uh, great. Like He's a talented actor. He's got a good look. Good news. Yeah. In the Heights Lady is Batgirl, and, and Miguel is Jaime, and hooray. Hooray, hooray, hooray. Yeah. Yeah, and he has a really cool name, like Zolo Marajuena. Man, that's a freaking cool name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, much better than Joe the Wookiee Riot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and if you see somebody's name starts with an X, just pronounce it as a Z, friends. In most languages. It's not Exolo. Exolo. <laughs> not Exolo. Just Zolo. And if you see the Enya, it's a yeah sound. Duenya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Very, very good. Excited for that. And Blue Beetle, like we we're saying. Cool. Oh, yeah. Let's see some blue. Yes, it's not Ted Cord. <laughs> it's not. Sorry. Sorry about your bad luck. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, it's uh, still potentially could have other Blue Beetles in that because that's the way the comics work. You know what I mean? Yep. We shall see. Maybe Booster. Booster. Oh, please, Booster. I think uh, in Jaime Reyes' story, like, Booster Gold is involved. So uh, I'd be down for that. How about you, Blue? Oh, yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. I love Blue Beetle. And to have Booster Gold be in there with him, I mean, how could you have one without the other, right? Right. Oh, Booster. Please, Booster in live action. Please, please, please. And uh, also his robot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, please. Please and thank you. And the last uh, Fantabulous Fuzzballs focus uh, from today or yesterday, Darian, uh, Luis Guzman in talks to play Gomez Adams in Tim Burton's Wednesday show on Netflix. That's uh, I, I was sort of like, OK, cool. But I think it's animated. So it's just a voice, right? I think so. Uh, the teaser for that for the Netflix put out was like an animated look in Wednesday. So it was just voices like. It's it's not his him and his body like Luis Guzman is a, a talented funny like actor, but uh you know he's not Gomez in looks <laughs> yeah for, for a live action show but for a voice like you know what I mean like he sort of has like a, a bit of like rutabaga asparagus like style like, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know what I mean a little bit a little bit yeah uh, but you know got to give him some credit like if he's doing voice acting he also could change his voice so we don't have to be all like. Amatisha, I find you so amazing. Wednesday, why are you doing such stupid things, Wednesday? I'm going to sleep and smoke cigars and play the fancy. I don't know. All of a sudden, I sound like Slowpoke Rodriguez. How are we going to get that cheese from El Pose Gato? Pedro Gonzalez. Luis Guzman is going to do the fiesta. The Gomez. Just so you know, Luis Guzman is Puerto Rican. <laughs> is he? Yes. Nice. nice. But you know what I mean? Like when when he is he is a very I don't say he's like typecast, but like when he's in something, he's very Luis Guzman. Oh yeah, very much. Like so. you do an impression of him, like in do it, fellow Puerto Rican. I don't, I don't do I don't do no. He he's very much he is very much though like very much Puerto Rican. Have you seen him in Pluto Nash? He's like driving down the street. And he goes, "Hey, what are you doing, Wepa? Wepa?" Saw Pluto Nash one time, and I think that's why that movie did so poorly <laughs> because of me. Uh, not Eddie Murphy's finest. 
as opposed to that Haunted Mansion Matt movie that I, I stood Dawson up for. was in that movie, though, and she was fine. She is a beautiful human being, but she is in other things where I don't have to watch Pluto Nash, brother. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying, like, Luis Guzman, like, just when he comes on, just like, what? What's going No! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we, we shall see. Uh, Tim Burton doing a Wednesday animated. Like, it's interesting. Like, be excited. And yeah. don't don't get thrown just because you you hear this actor's name and you're like okay I didn't know Gomez is not Puerto Rican but he can be if you yeah. want him to be yeah he can be whatever the hell he wants to be there is some oh god we've been talking for a while I'm not complaining I just like people listening like is this gonna be a two parter no nope. <laughs> <laughs> already at a minute or an hour and fifty three minutes but that's okay we'll uh, we'll try to get through we got some Star Wars news. Uh, we got some regular news, so we're here. We go activating the fire hose, cranking that dial, grabbing that handle, and opening the fire hose. So Obi Wan actor Sun Kang has confirmed, apparently, that he's seen Darth Vader. Uh, he did reference the word Jedi's, as in more <laughs> than one. Uh, Obi Wan, they're filming it. Be excited, Darth Vader in the armor. Woo! More Jedi's. Yay! Heck yeah! What, yeah, you got anything more yeah. to add to that, Blue? No, I mean, what else? What else could you possibly say? It's nothing but excitement. Yes, there are Obi Wan rumors. Uh, we may get a young Princess Leia with actress Vivian Lyra Blair of Bird Box fame. Hey, that'd be cool. Rumors of R two and three PO, as well as the fifth brother played by uh, Sung Kang, which I love that guy's name because I'm like, your name's literally a Mortal Kombat villain. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, maybe even Alexander Callis uh, of Rebels, uh, before Rebels, like lots of mm-hmm. lots of cool stuff. Uh, I've even heard rumor that maybe like something going on with with young Leia is why Obi Wan leaves Tatooine and gets into the adventure. We we need to find out. Obi Wan won't start to shoot dead. You know what I mean? We need we need to know. We need the answers. We don't really, but they're gonna come so we can be excited about it. <laughs> uh, other news: uh, Mina Masoud uh, of Aladdin and Lars Mikkelsen, the voice of Thrawn in Rebels, are apparently gonna play Ezra and Thrawn in the Ahsoka series. Uh, I've seen that it's confirmed, but I've also seen that it's still unconfirmed. What I do know is beautiful Rosario Dawson, who we've already mentioned in the podcast, did retweet the news or re-Instagram the news. Uh, so I'm hoping this is true because it's genius casting. Mina Mina Masood looks like Ezra Bridger. He does. And Lars Mikkelsen did the voice and amazingly can look like Thrawn. So good news. Celebration abounds. Uh, the new High Republic books that are coming out, they do promise to be darker with terrifying villains. Hey, I haven't read any of them yet, but I'm looking forward to reading them. And dark with terrifying villains is good news. Hell yeah. Uh, other Lucasfilm hires YouTuber Shamuk, who is the person responsible for doing a better Mando edit of young Luke Skywalker than the people who did the Mandalorian. <laughs> so Lucasfilm was like, damn, that is better. He just used that defect technology. And someone was like, why don't we hire him? And they're like, can we do that? And they're like, yeah, we work for Disney. And so they hired him. And now that, that person works for Lucasfilm and we all win. You know what I mean? Heck yeah. where, where they can do something, and the last stage is across Shamook's desk, where he's like, no, 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 we're going to deepfake that crap. It's going to look better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, Shamook is the quality control guy now at Lucasfilm, and we all raise our hands and say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
and then it's not really Star Wars news, but if you did not see, Adam Driver has done a Burberry clone ad as a hot centaur. <laughs> so uh, ridiculous. It's, he's like wrestling with a horse in waves, and all of a sudden it's just his shadow image of a centaur. I don't even know what happened. I don't know what it has to do with cologne, but I'm here for it. <laughs> I was very confused, I have to admit. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, cool. Way, way to go, Adam Driver. I hope I hope you laughed your way to the bank with that check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, thank you, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> uh, for Flavor of the Geek, all the geeky flavors... Uh, Kevin Feige has revealed that the MCU has had multiverse meetings for a multiverse that is coming in a big way. So nice that we finally did our Loki spoiler episode so we could talk about the multiverse. Um, I think I just like that they're establishing rules, holding hands across projects. Uh, and like I said, we did talk about this in the Loki Widow. So hot right now, a.k.a. level 254. So uh, what do you think, Blue? They had a multiverse meeting. Good news? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Any other thoughts? Um, I mean, nothing that we haven't said, especially in that last episode. So, yeah. All the multiverse yeah. meetings, the more meetings, the better. Oh, I can't believe I said that, because I hate meetings. But, like, when they're, when they're doing something... I also hate meetings. When they're doing something this complicated, you're like, a meeting or two might be necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, there is going to be a John Wick spinoff called The Continental, uh, and it's become a limited series with a bigger budget. Apparently, it was going to be a film... But now it is going to be three 90-minute specials set 40 years before John Wick with a young Winston who coming back around to Ian McShane, uh, who played Winston in the John Wick movies. He's not going to play him younger 40 years before, but cool. Uh, the Continental is a very interesting plot point of the John Wick stuff. You know, yeah. The place where the assassins go and they can't fight. And seeing how that got established, that, that sounds interesting. And three 90-minute specials, cool. Like, why not? Those John Wick movies... Arvin talked me into watching them, and I enjoyed They're the so shit. Hot right now. But I enjoyed them. They're really, really enjoyable films. So, uh, yeah. And Keanu. Keanu, my man. Keanu. My man. Yeah. And speaking of Keanu, uh, the screenwriter for Bill and Ted has said that a fourth movie could happen if it honored Bill and Ted and it honored the fans of the of the stuff. And uh, I'm not saying that means a fourth movie's coming. But just seeing that there's even a potentiality for it, uh, I really enjoyed that Bill and Ted Face the Music movie. I know not everybody feels the same way about me, but I, I guess like there's two kinds of people. There's Bill and Ted fans who probably enjoyed that third movie, and then there's other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you see the movie, Blue? I I still have not seen the movie, no. I, I really want to, though. I really want to. I bought it on my amazon prime so you nice. could come over sometime and come watch it i would gladly watch it again it was an enjoyable movie i watched it with heather and she enjoyed it too even though she thinks bill and ted are silly and they are but i love them yeah my my most excellent friends <laughs> <laughs> i mean literally i am the podcast with bill and ted a lot <laughs> i do <laughs> sam demon's house go football rules <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to Jason, who we work with, or Blue used to work with. Yeah. Uh, Loki season two uh, will reportedly explore Mobius's backstory. Uh, this is according to director Kate Heron. Uh, and uh, apparently they had discussed maybe doing it in the first season, but they realized it would take away from what they were trying to do. So, hey, did he, did he have a jet ski? Did he have kids? Was he actually a car in the anthropomorphic car universe? We don't know. And we might find out. Was he... Uh, a hot male model so hot right now 
Was he a wedding crasher? Was he insert Owen Wilson? Wow. Movie here. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, are, what are his variants? Uh, yes, please. And thank you. Like, it sounds great. As long as you still tell a good story. I'm, I'm very curious to see what happens Loki season two. And I'm also curious about how long we're going to have to wait to get it. Absolutely. Because they have a whole bunch of other shows they're doing and a whole big multiverse that they need meetings for <laughs> because of the show. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, David Ayer has confirmed that there is a director's cut of his Suicide Squad movie. This is, of course, because James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide. Suicide Squad. Suicide. Suicide. Uh, yes, it's a whole different movie about uh, squids and... Uh, that giant uh, dolphin man with laser teeth and uh, a guy who throws squares and a, a cat smasher and a, a, a war taker and other people. Suicide. Suicide. But because of James Gunn's Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, of course people are talking about David Ayer's film. Uh, he did claim that his director's cut is, quote, amazing. An intricate journey with some quote-unquote bad people who are shit on and discarded, uh, which is a theme which resonates in my soul. Uh, he did say that the studio cut was not his movie uh, and also says there are no radio songs in the score for his version. And uh, I'm just like, why Why is this not on HBO Max now or announced to come out in a few months? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nothing to lose, everything to gain. Let us just see it. And promote it and get the subscriptions and we all win like i really i mean it may not be a great movie but i actually am more interested in david ayer's cut of his suicide squad movie versus like the four hour snyder cut that i watched which i was interested in for sure thankfully uh hbo max comes on my phone plan i didn't have to drop any money to watch it but uh i think uh like david ayer's like cut of the suicide squad if i didn't pay for hbo max i probably would pay for a month to check it out you know what I mean? Sure. So uh, Can we I pause for a second, please. Yeah. Okay, what do you need? To, I really gotta pee. Like I know oh, I, I've pee. been drinking, so yeah, I really gotta pee. Oh, but we're so close to being done, Blue. Okay, let's go. Okay. Let's so uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep going because I gotta. I've had to pee too for a while, and I just we we'll just keep going. So here we go. Uh, Dan Trachtenberg's female-led Predator origin story, which is titled School, is reportedly as good as the original. Have you heard about this, Blue? I have not. So uh, apparently Dan Trachtenberg doing a female-led Predator origin story. It's called Skull. It's reportedly as good as the original. I don't have more information than that. <laughs> uh, just something I wanted to share with people. Look up if you want to find out more. Uh, what if dot, 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 question mark, season two. The work is already underway for it. Our reports are Captain Carter is set to return, and man, I cannot wait to watch the show August 11th, especially oh, yeah. because so many voices from the MCU are doing the voices of the characters, including Chadwick Boseman mm -hmm. and his last work as T'Challa. Like, oh, I, yeah. I'm so... I was excited for this before, but with Loki and the multiverse and the explosion and the timelines, like, oh, that means something really badass that we see in What If could actually come to live action in some way, exactly. shape, or form. Yeah. It's, it's so freaking cool. Uh, on Disney Plus, Mighty Ducks Game Changers has gone to second season. I actually didn't talk about it when I did my catch-up of things that I watched, but I did watch the first season of Mighty Ducks Game Changers 
with uh, the Tyranno, who is a hockey player, he plays roller hockey, he plays ice hockey. In fact, we just signed him up for an ice hockey league, an under ice hockey league. He wants to play in the NHL. And I'll tell you what, this kid, for, for a seven-year-old, he is damn good. And, yeah. uh, and and he's devoted. Hopefully, we just have enough time as parents to, like, help him achieve his goals. I can't wait to, like, wear his NHL jersey someday. I really hope that could happen for the kid because he's good and he's devoted. Uh, and so we watched the hockey show. Uh, Mighty Ducks, even though I'm a Kings fan and I hate the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, yeah, like, I, I I loved those Emilio Estevez movies when I was younger. And uh, the the show was really good. It was fun, enjoyable. There was lots of heart. And it was really true to the nostalgia and the story of the original Mighty Ducks and tied completely into that universe. It was good stuff. I highly endorsed the first season, watching on Disney+, Plus, and I'm excited that we're getting the second season. And it's even better, it's not a continuation of the story they're saying it's basically the second season will be a sequel to the first season so there'll be new dynamics and new problems and uh i am excited by that that's good stuff uh, oh the next thing is something you want to talk about blue how bad do you have to pee uh pretty bad uh, i'm like dancing around <laughs> you're dancing around i just don't want to pause all right so no, uh no, no, no it's fine James Gunn wants to do a Ravagers TV show. Uh, this comes. He was on the Happy Sad Confused podcast. I uh, was talking about it. I mean, there's lots of Disney Plus shows. So the, don't throw out. We might get Sly Stallone's team with Miley Cyrus voicing the robot. Like, Ravagers TV show. Uh, James Gunn did say that Kevin Feige said he could do whatever he wanted if Guardians was a hit. It was a hit. He didn't get to do everything he wanted, but he did get to do Guardians Volume 2. Uh, he did get fired and promptly rehired when he did The Suicide Squad. They're like, no, 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 you can do Volume 3. And who knows, we could get a Ravager show because there is all that content on Disney Plus and who knows what the future holds. And the last thing uh, to talk about, and Blue could talk about it as long as he wants to, but while he's doing the pee-pee dance, controversy over reported changes to Ms. Marvel. Uh, they did share concept art that has people hot pissed because it shows like power energy fists with crystalline shapes. And uh, that's not Ms. Marvel at all in not. any way, shape, or form. Do you have any thoughts on this, Blue? Uh, I think they're kind of doing this in order to make way for um, the Fantastic Four because her powers are a little similar to Mr. Fantastic. I don't like that because I hate Mr. Fantastic and I hope they don't ever bring the Fantastic Four to the MCU. But, you know, whatever, I understand that they are a classic uh, team and my personal feelings about Mr. Fantastic himself really don't matter. But whatever. I, mean, uh, it, I guess it could make yeah. good movies, but... For Ms. Marvel herself, like, come on, give her... If if they want to make a new character, that's fine. I mean, they are going through the multiverse right now, so it's fine to make a new character. It's cool to give her new powers. Let's just see where it goes. I mean, they've been hitting, you know, hitting it out of the park with a lot of other things. I mean, it's just... I, I am I am optimistic, although I think the optics of, oh, we're going to have a, a big, white, stretchy, smart man, so we can't have a Muslim-American uh stretchy girl and no that's bullshit because her her stretchy powers are different she can actually take all they sorts are. of shapes um and like just because she's going to be in the marvels movie doesn't mean that she's got to have dab gum monica rambeau carol danver powers like she can she can have like her cool ass stretchy powers okay. and like it does like so many people excited for this character and what it means in the representation but the people that love the character are like, oh, but you just got to change it so she can be like other people. And, like, the optics on it aren't great. Like, yes, in Feige we trust, and it could be could be wonderful. But, uh, it, I mean, 
it's hard. Like, that's a big change. You're literally, like, giving us an entirely new character with an old character's name on it. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, I'm going to hold out judgment because the show hasn't come out. It is just a concept art thing. Who knows what it could mean? It could actually have something to do with, uh, you know, the story of, like, Ms. Marvel, where she pretends to be Carol Danvers at one point, mm-hmm. but she can assume forms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So who knows what it all means? It is just a constant thing, but people are pissed. And if it is true, rightfully, they can be pissed off. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'll just we'll see where it all shakes out. Yeah, I fully agree. I would rather her be the one. But, you know, whatever, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, to be continued, I suppose. So thanks for listening, friends. You've completed the over two hour news catch up of me and Blue. Uh, there's yeah. There is a reason we have to pee, because we've been talking for over two hours, and we've been enjoying some beverage. Uh, but you know the drill. Uh, anchor.fm slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. That's where the podcast oh. is home. The Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group. Just go into Facebook groups and type out Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, because uh, mm-hmm. I mean friends, and join us. It's a closed group, but you asked to join, and we say yes. And I there was like two or three people that have joined in the last couple of weeks, so that's fun. Okay. Uh tpublic.com slash user slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. There's like four or five shirts there. If you want to support the podcast, get a shirt. There's like a really big deal going on right now, like 35% off for like the next three days. Uh, I may actually post about it on the Fuzzballs group, uh, just in case anybody who's interested. That's a good deal. Best deal the T-Polo puts out like once a year. Uh, but get, I'm, I'm wearing my Swamp Litigator shirt. It's a cool-ass Henley shirt. Heck uh, yeah, I got my, right my Joe the Wookiee Riot shirt right next to me right now. Right on, right on. Yeah. And I want to make more. Shirt. I want to make it, more. Give me more ideas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Think of ideas and do them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, like we'll 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 have to like brainstorm or something when we're talking to Danny next time. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, at Wookie Rad on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, at Blue Wolf D on the Instagram. At Hydra Wolf D on the Twitter because he's got Twitter issues with the at Blue Wolf D. Uh, he's also on the DVNR. He's got Blue Wolf D dot Blue Wolf D dot com. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's. All the things. Laugh it up, fuzzball podcast at gmail.com if you want to send an email like Jerry. But Jerry don't send emails no more. So help me. I'm so lonely. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this. Uh, but we're going to we're gonna stop the recording and go tinkle and then catch up because uh, our friendship is more than just recording. And right. uh, be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Don't look up TikTok. And, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess go to the Disney parks tiktok if you want to see my video uh and ttfn blue and wookie out ready to go pee but enjoying our friendship all right we'll catch you on the flip side bye bye